So the poison I feel the crawling But I didn't wanna tell it No, I didn't wanna tell it to your face You got me so high I didn't know what was what It just magnified my feelings A hundred thousand times to make me feel Like I'm lightning And I wanna put me out But you got me fired up And my flames Are going to burn Yeah, what's up everybody? Like lightning, well, like thunder the, the, Like blue sparks of fire You got me exploding Like lightning, like thunder Like blue Woo. sparks of fire Everybody, that was that was uh, Zufia, new new band Zufia's song. You got me. We played that last week at the end of the podcast, and this week, ladies and gentlemen, let me get into the intro and I'll tell you exactly what we are doing. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Making Lemonade, the podcast where we talk about how we take the lemons that life gives us and all of the different flavors of lemonade that we as creatives and as people make throughout our lives. This week, we are talking to Daniel Diaz. Not sure who that is? Well, let's just get into it, eh? Ladies and gentlemen, Daniel Diaz is a good friend of mine. I've known him for about seven or eight years now, um, and he has just put together a new record with his creative partner, Mears. You would have heard the song at the end of last week's episode. If you listened to last week's episode, you heard the song just then at the top of this episode. And ladies and gentlemen, it is a fire song. He is a fire producer. She has a wonderful voice. And this week, I finally sat down with my dude, Daniel Diaz, to talk about his new creative venture, Zufia, and everything that entails being a music producer, um, being creative on his own, uh, doing this on his own. We're all doing this on our own. We're all doing this off our own backs. We're creating shit. And and, and I actually haven't had someone who is outside of the illustration or graphic design realm. So this was a great episode. We sat down. We had a great conversation. It is a long as fuck episode. But I trust me, it is an interesting as fuck episode. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, this is one of my favorite episodes of Making Lemonade because I got to sit down for a couple of hours with a friend. And that's the best part about doing this podcast is sitting and talking with friends. So I hope you enjoy it. I'm not going to make this intro too long. The sponsors will be just after this and then we'll get into the episode, all right? So ladies and gentlemen, let's do it. Daniel Diaz, one half of Zufia. Boom. You Got Me will be linked in the episode notes below. Blah! Advertising time, ladies and gentlemen. We have a couple of adverts this week. Um, 
Look, I'm not trying to sell you anything except for the experience of wonderful locally sourced art. The Lost Boys Collective is a business I built with the help of eight of my favourite illustrators. Sorry, nine of my favourite illustrators. The Lost Boys are all Australian-based and some of the best up-and-comers in the illustration game here in Oz. Our members consist of the illustrious Jackson Caspers, who has been on the podcast here before, the freakishly gorgeous Austin Mangler, the king of the inks, Camilo Di Pietrantonio, a.k.a. Instacam, one half of the Mumble Boys, Rui Magarico, a.k.a. Red Unit Inc., the D&D artisan himself, Will Lehman, the head destroyer, Paldo Walls, the neo-knight, Keith Stanley, a.k.a. Blank Canvas Designs, and, of course, the former host of Draw It Out and the co-host of Bad Casting, the king of the portrait, Matt Combs, and myself, the lemonade maker, Jordan Morpeth Art. You can find all that the Lost Boys are doing at our home base Instagram, at the Lost Boys Collective. I want to thank you all. I thank all of the Lost Boys as this podcast is brought to you by the Lost Boys Co. From all the Lost Boys, thanks for your support and stay tuned to our Instagram as we have plenty of new dope art to come. This episode is also brought to you by Zufia's new single, You Got Me. Um, Newcomer electronic pop duo Zufia releases their evocative debut single today, You Got Me, via all music streaming services. Co-written by the duo producer-songwriter Diaz and singer-songwriter Mears, the track blends together hypnotic electronic beats and creative vocal sampling behind Mears' in irresistibly soulful vocals. You Got Me explores the struggles of a stifled relationship lacking in communication and the inevitable explosive and emotional end results. Mia says about the track's inspiration, it's about that exact moment where you've held back your feelings for so long, taken to the absolute brink and your body just can't hold back anymore. Having connected via music app Vampa back in December 2018, the pair bonded immediately and have been hard at work experimenting extensively with vocals and production influenced by the unique sounds of Major, Laser, Sia, Chainsmokers, Odessa, and Odessa. The new single, You Got Me, is a combination of that effort with the duo continuing their efforts as they prepare to launch their debut EP later this year. We're both incredibly proud of this new single. It's a unique sound with a message that resonates with all of us, says Diaz. But this is just the beginning. We're working on some exciting stuff now and we can't wait for everyone to hear it later this year. For more information, promo request or to arrange an interview, contact Zufia, X-U-F-I-I-A at gmail.com. And if you'd like to hear the song, there is a 30-second snippet both at the front and the back of this episode. I've also put the Spotify link in the description, ladies and gentlemen, so go and listen. This episode is also brought to you by The Lemonade Stand. The Lemonade Stand is a business that keeps all of my work together in one place. The Lemonade Stand is an online and offline tree that Jordan Warpath Art and Making Lemonade branch off of. 
You can find the lemonade stand online in less than a month where I'll be selling all Making Lemonade affiliate products and all of Jordan Moore art prints and products. I will also be setting up the lemonade stand at a few different comic book conventions this year. The first being Comic Gong this Saturday, May 11th at the Wollongong Town Hall from 10am till 4pm. You can then find the Lemonade Stand at Sydney Supernova in June from the 21st to the 23rd at the Dome in Sydney Showground at Sydney Olympic Park. So come on down, get yourself a 50 cent glass of lemonade and some wonderful prints um, from Jordan Morpethart. Thank you for listening to Making Lemonade on the Lemonade Stand Network. Cause I'm headed to the bank, nigga Sinatra lifestyle, I'm just being frank with ya I mean, where you think she at when she ain't with ya? Wildin', doing shit that's way out of your budget Owl sweaters inside her luggage, you gotta love it Damn, this shit could go on a tape Bitches loving my drive, I never give it a break Get these niggas the look, the verse and even the hook That's why every song sound like Drake featuring Drake Straight, white pre, why is it always me? Got us watching our words like it's wide taps on the team Cause I show love, never get the same out of niggas Guess it's funny how money could make change out of niggas for real So nobody started feeling themselves a couple somebody started killing themselves. A couple albums dropped, those are still on the shelf. I bet them shits would have popped if I was <laughs> Well, welcome, first of all. Yes, um, let me see, where's my questions? We have... Uh, Alright, let's just start starting the questions. So, um, what is it about music that attracted you to it? That attracted me to music? Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's a good question. I had no other option. <laughs> <laughs> I had no other option, man. I um, I think you know the story probably better than most people. I got kicked out of school. Mm. Um, didn't really have much to fall back on. And I was DJing at the time. Okay. And from DJing, I guess I kind of led a little bit more into doing some production. And that just led into like just a passion for it. Okay. I, I started to love it, man. And... Mm. Um, yeah, that's 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 how I got. That's what attracted me to it, and then I started doing it, and I got like a decent response, and then I'm like, "Shit, I'm decent at something." So mm. I just kept going with it, man. Was there any like, um, was it? So what was your? I suppose what was your motivation to to kind of to, to continue it. with it? What motivated you to? There, there was no, um, there was no other option. Okay. There was, there was, there was, there was, <laughs> that's the truth man there was there was no other option it was um it was do or die right and like i said man, there was nothing to fall back on i found something that i was semi good at mm. and 
coming out of school, getting kicked out of school, I didn't, yeah, didn't have anything else that I really wanted to do. I wasn't really passionate about anything. Okay. I actually never even wanted to do music. Okay. What did you want to do? I wanted to do art. Right. I wanted to do art. And then um, I remember joining the music class of my school after mm. Michael, my brother, he yep. did it. And he was like the prodigy for the school of music. He was amazing, <laughs> man. And he was just killing it. Yeah. And he would come home and tell me, Dan, yeah, I had a bludge day in his class. It was amazing. Just playing drums. Mm. I'm like, shit. I need, to, I need to do that. Yeah. That's what I need to do. Got into the class and the teacher's like, Diaz, what are you doing here? <laughs> He's like, you don't... <laughs> He's like, you're shit. <laughs> why, you, why, why? Seriously? Yeah. He's like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, and I was speechless. I was mm. thinking back. I'm like, oh, well, Michael said it was a bludge. <laughs> I bet he was like, oh yeah, glad I went to university for yeah. that. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then I ended up having to learn like some sort of piano to even stay in the class. Right. So you needed an instrument. I needed an instrument, so I had to learn, I had to pick up a little bit of piano, and I was just like, you know, trying to push the teacher. I'm like, can I just DJ for my major or like something like that? Is that cool? And he'd say no, and then I, so I had to like pick up a bit of piano. Mm. Um, fast forward like. I think it was like three years after that we were judging like these like uh, these Australian independent music awards with him okay and we saw him at we see him at the event and it was yeah. like super cool he's like what are you doing here I'm like shit man I've been doing music since, <laughs> since that class <laughs> and he's like fuck yeah it was really cool it was a cool experience to uh, have that yeah that would be dope but um yeah the man didn't have anything to fall back on, uh, and I did enjoy it. So that's what's kept me motivated and to keep doing it, to keep hustling with it. Okay, right. And so you just found this passion where you didn't expect to find a passion, I suppose. Yeah, hard. Yes, yeah. yes. I found a passion where I did not expect to find a passion at okay. all. That's good. That's it. Well, what is it? I suppose what is it about it that that keeps that, me doing it? Yeah, like what is it oh, that? Shit, like I love music, man. I just love making. I love making and creating. Okay. And music is just one of many outlets of doing that. Yeah. So art was always there, but music gave me something different, man. It was um with with art I I could copy things and I could like draw up stuff and it was fine, but I could never like create out of nothing. Okay. Whereas I found with music I could do that and not only could I could I create out of nothing, I could tell a story with it right. through lyrics. Yeah. And that's what got me really into it because like before I was really doing like songwriting like full blown songwriting mm. it was raps it was just raps on beats so I'd get YouTube fucking <laughs> beats and I'd just yeah. like, throw down rap songs yeah. we were doing that before man and then that's that's where it was um, it was fun because I found a passion in something where I could like I could get my Drake out <laughs> I could just kind of like tell my yeah, yeah. story I could be like so um, mopey about it Okay. In an artistic kind of way. And that's what yeah. was fun with it, man. And that's what um that's what kept me kind of doing it. Yeah, that's what that's that's what I found worked for me as a t- I was a I was a like um emotional teenager yeah. and just like needed to moan about something. You need a you need a uh what's the you need a vent somewhere. Yeah, and um you need an outlet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And drawing did that to an extent, but it wasn't until I started, I was the same as you, like yeah. writing and Drake was one of those people that was like, Drake. Oh. everyone was like, it was Ice-T or it was Eminem or it was 
little one, like no one was doing that. And then Drake and Kanye and Kid yeah. Cudi and all those guys, Childish Gambit just changed yes, everything. Yeah, changed it, man. Oh, dude. And everyone, I've noticed so many people just started yeah. like writing. They're writing something that I still do. Like, I mean, I don't write as many songs, but I still write full stop. You still write. I still write That's things it. and I yeah. journal and yeah. I write that kind of thing. It's so. an outlet, man. Yeah. And, and I, you still find things to write about and, yeah. um, and, and, uh, yeah, I suppose that's very interesting. Yeah, so we talked yeah. about writing. Uh, yeah. blah, 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 blah. I just ruined the whole flow of this. No, you're good. No, you're good. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, da, 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 da. Come on, let me get my questions up. Where are they? Yeah. They're not on there. I'll have to get them on fucking here then. All right, um, so the next question. Oh, okay. So this is what we're talking. We we're talking about this earlier. Um, the next question I had was how how has streaming affected the way you approach music? In terms of things, things being from like CD sales, sales? Yeah. like even like, like even like like buying the song, mm. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> now I hate, now it. I hate it. Mm. because because I don't know. I don't know. I'm bad. I'm like, bad. Like, I've never bought a song in my life. I don't think I ever bought a song in my life. But in terms of just paying just that subscription, it's better. It's better. Yeah. It's, it's, it's better. I just feel like statistic-wise, it's, it's, it's better like that. It's also better you can see where the streams are like it's kind of like the YouTube version of yeah it's like the YouTube version I'm actually getting to hold on to that yeah just use them as actual microphones yeah it's like the YouTube version okay that's 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 the thing that I love about it yeah yeah I feel that and um yeah once you see like like bigger numbers come in on the stream it's actually like that's that, that's the new like back okay when, when I first started this right getting getting a song on the radio that was that was the goal yeah yeah yeah, yeah. getting um getting people to buy the track getting it charting in iTunes that was that was the goal right and um that's still good but man like things change <laughs> The game has changed. It's um, you want to get playlisted, man. Yeah. You want to get hot on Spotify. You want your rotation on Spotify. You don't want, like radio is great. Yeah. Spotify. No one's listening to radio anymore. Nah, man. Like Spotify makes and breaks artists. Yeah. It makes and breaks them, bro. And it's beautiful because. The artist, the is, artist in is in control. Of yeah, and it's not. And it's not based on a label doshing out cash. Mm. It's not based on anything like that. Mm. There's no. There's no music, music industry politics. politics. It's, consumer it's consumer based. based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, the, the consumers generate these playlists by stats, and it's all data, which is beautiful because then. Shit, you got, Shit, you got, you got, you got just as good a chance as anybody else. Yeah, and it's within the control of the people now. Like it's. It's in the it's in the people's hands. This way, artists like. Six nine and yeah. Lil Xan yeah, and that's, all that are just <laughs> <laughs> that's it, man. That's why they're killing. Yeah, yeah. That's why they're killing. And it gave rise and, to the uh, sound clip. Well, I read, I saw something today that apparently it just changed the entire industry. Like without streaming, without that download, like 
Chance the Rapper is a perfect example of that. He's yeah. never released an album. Literally never released a piece of recording that you had yeah. to buy. His entire life, it's all been... He, because he started as, as a mixtape artist, a SoundCloud artist, yeah. or yeah. rather, to be more accurate, a Dat Piff artist. And he released all his mixtapes on there. He released 10 Days. He released all that kind of thing. And then after that, he just realised that... He was just smart enough to realise that the industry was going a different way than it used to be. He caught, he caught on and to he, it. Yeah, he did. He caught onto it very early and he started releasing mixtapes and cutting deals for the digital recordings of things. The digital files of things as opposed to the hard copy of things. He wasn't cutting these... Yeah. But it's yeah. it's apparently it's caused the, the labels to get in on the merch game, yes. and yes. that used to be solely for the artist. That's where all the artists used to make and the the concerts. That's why a concert costs you fucking one hundred and fifty dollars yes. standard yes. ticket yes. these days because yeah. the label's trying to make money. So I can't make money on Spotify, <laughs> which is amazing, yeah. man. I think, man, it's about time. Yeah. It's about time, man. Like, even, there was even, like, there's been a period for, like, the last couple of years where even when the labels still are, they still, people are still under labels. And they're still important. Yeah. Um, the problem with that is you've got to recoup. Yeah. And, and for that, if you're not buzzing, the labels don't. They don't care. They don't care. They're looking for money back. So that's that's so that's that's the thing. You could be you, you could be, be you could be the killing talent, talent, talent department. You got you got you got twenty followers on Instagram. Not gonna happen. You're not a part of this. Anymore. Yeah, I've heard a few designers lose their lose big jobs with big companies purely because of their following. Because yeah. the company yeah. just wanted to use the following for free marketing. Is the cat? Yeah, yeah. That's so good. Yeah, just keep the cat. But yeah, like um, with the labels, dude. I think it's about time things have started to switch up. And I think the labels are like panicking. Well, yeah, it's kind of the same as most industries are panicking because it's the same as anything. The gatekeepers needed to be removed at a certain point. And there was too many gatekeepers and too many, like relatively not enough people were able to, I suppose, get in the door without, with these gatekeepers in place. And, And music is one of those things that's, yeah. innately difficult to get into in the first place and now it's just been made a lot easier <laughs> it's been amazing. yeah it's a lot easier look coming from like a producer aspect mm. shit that changed day. Eh? oh yeah like, like the, the ease of like man bedroom producers are like killing it now, yeah man. dude you know soldier boy yeah oh, soldier boy right <laughs> man he did that whole thing in like his bedroom mm. on FL studio yeah yeah killed I remember it. that that yeah. song was huge he yeah. killed it man that changed the entire generation. That, that changed the generation. We, we were we were teenagers when that happened. We were and, young, yeah. man. And, and then uh, someone like a boogie with the hoodie who hasn't ever touched a label. Same with Chance. Never touched a label. Chance. Literally, unless he gets, if he doesn't get suspended, he doesn't make ten days, and we don't get anything else that's after it. that. It's <laughs> yeah, man. Like the ease of everything. The ease of now being able to like push your own music to distribute all your music oh, yourself. Yeah. To uh, like, man, like getting it all produced. Um, look, unless you're a really good mix and master engineer, like, yeah, sure, you can do that yourself. Mm. I like to send that stuff out elsewhere. That's a whole other. Yeah. That's a whole other artwork, man. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, it's a bit crazy, man. Cats trying to get on the fucking door. Cats, cats jumping on the door, man. Look at him go. Look at him go. Wait, <laughs> oh, dude, like Jordan, he'll open that. <laughs> he will open I that. I want to see this. This would be hilarious. I mean, he's gonna get into the studio and start like. 
<laughs> just making beats. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, man. That's the thing. Like, it's this upload community. Yeah. Like it's this. It's the same. The same goes for illustrators and artists. If you wanted to be a comic book illustrator, you literally had to get in the door of Marvel or DC or one yeah. of the maybe smaller ones who've only been around for thirty years, if yeah. that since the nineties, and that's pretty fucking early, considering. And now you can just make your own comic, upload it, and sell it. And sell you sell it, a PDF for fuck's sakes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, people people killing it like that. Oh, dude. It's changed, man. Everything mm. is like, there's, but here's the thing with it. There's more opportunity, right? Mm. Which is amazing. It's perfect. But there's also now a shit ton more competition. Yeah. You got everybody yeah. <laughs> um, in their mum's, you know, basement doing the exact same thing. Yeah. And you know what the difference is? Catch is there's no fucking difference. These yeah. guys could be killing it yeah. just as good as you, if not better, in their mum's basement. But that's the thing. Like, say what you will about Lil Pump. He's fucking rich. He's rich, bro. <laughs> and he's he only rich. exists because of the internet. That's it. 100%. Like, someone like... And you know what? I mean... Without having a, you could go back and say without having someone like Little Wayne, he only exists without Little Wayne as well. That's yep. true. There's a lot of dudes that are just following. I'm pretty sure Eminem even had a line in his latest album about it how all these mumble rappers just look like Little Wayne. Yeah, They're just auto tuned. They got face tattoos. They got yeah. dreads. They got. Yeah. But besides that, <laughs> like we can put that's just petty shit compared to the fact that these dudes are making so much money. Like there's fucking rich sixteen year olds. Like, isn't yeah. Six Nine and Lil Pump only they're like young. 18? They're young, man. They're young, man. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking wild. Like, it's just like, and this, this is the thing. Like, if we, I think when I was making music and when I met you, when we yeah. were both making music, we were yeah. too, we were, we were purists. Yeah, we're, man. We're old souls. So yeah. we wanted to do what Nas and Biggie and you wanted, We wanted to get it right. We wanted to do real hip-hop. And then tell the story with it. Yes, exactly. And yeah. we didn't have the chops for it. No. Whereas if we had just done mumble rap... Man, just, if we... Fuck uh, me. Could you imagine? I know. I know. I think about it every day, man. Oh, dude. I think about it every day. Oh, I think about it every day. So every time I hear... Or just watch a video and say, just hear a new song like fucking Juice World's new album yeah, or something. You hear it and you're like, fuck, that's like so catchy and basic. Yeah, and I got from a... I like, we were talking about this before. I got to yeah. a point where... I just stopped complaining about it because that's what the norm became. Like, yeah, it's it was a time about. when Future was making. Remember when we used to think that, in general, people like um, Lil B or mm. Soldier Boy or mm. maybe Tiger, they were the worst of the rappers. Yeah, like, and that's just a couple of people off my off the top of yeah. my head. Yeah. we thought that was. I thought that was bad. We thought that was legit shit. Like a lot of people hated Lil Wayne because he was just yeah. lazy rap. Yeah. And now, now Lil Wayne's like I listened to his latest. He's still got it, man. And he's still fucking doing Lil Wayne. In comparison to like like you know the quote unquote fucking mumble rap. Mm. Now Lil Wayne's so articulate, bro. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> he's so fucking articulate, bro. That's what I thought. <laughs> like you, Lil Wayne's just like he just sounds like a drunk Drake. That's yeah. pretty much what it is, man. Yeah, yeah. and um, 100%. yeah, like Lil Wayne, like. Compared to back then, now he's actually. I, I appreciate Lil Wayne. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but me too. in saying that, I actually do love the mumble rap. Like, and fuck, it's just catchy. You know, designer. Yeah. Panda. Yes. I love it. I remember hearing that. And oh I was my like, god, man! I remember he- that was one of the first ones that really hit me, and I was like, 
what the fuck? Like, holy yeah. crap, this is good. I'm like, this is and good. I was I was listening to it. I remember because I was dating Jen and I was listening to it ironically, yep. Yep. And dancing and playing it ironically. And then at a certain point, I was no longer being ironic. At a certain I'm point, like, I was Ooh. just like, I love this fucking song. I kind of like this. Playing. Yeah, man. It's yeah. like, um, what's that Juice World song? Um, let me find it. Um, yeah, but it, it got to it got to a point where with like design, I'm like, fuck. Everybody was hating on it. Everybody yes. hated it. And then. All of a sudden. And then it hit the oh, billboard charts. Everybody <laughs> loves it, bro. Fanda, fanda, fanda. Everybody it, loved it. Is it any, every party you were, you were at? Oh, and man. It was, All of them. But on top of that, like, we still managed to get artists like MGK or, for that matter, Logic. Yeah. Like, I remember did. the first time I heard Logic and I was like, Logic's this guy something, is fucking legit. And like, he's like... It's like his mind's running like a million miles per hour. Oh, my God. Like, the, the, but he's got this perfect like um, mix between an amount like the little Wayne amount of, of music yeah. with the Eminem amount of lyricism yeah. like he's just figured out he's got a good blend he, like, there's a new album out every six months like legit like I, <laughs> we just finished the last album and I saw the new one two days ago and I was like what the fuck he's killing like he waits two two months until the album's kind of dissipated and then... Re- Dude, that's just non-stop. But that just must, that must just be recording on... Like every day. On the tour bus. Yeah, like he's doing it on the go. Which is, again, brings us back to like the fucking um, accessibility of everything, bro. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's the thing. People, like, it's so easy now. You just jump on your laptop, pump through a beat, you can drop vocals in a bathroom, man. Mm. Put up some towels. Mm. You just go really get away. Like, <laughs> you can do that. And, man, half the stuff comes out great. Half the oh, stuff dude. comes out amazing. But that's the same thing as podcasting. It's so accessible now. You can do it. it on, like, look at what we're doing right this now. It's crazy. on the go. Yeah, I'm actually super impressed by this. Yeah, thing. like <laughs> 20 years ago, well, 10 years ago, we would have had to have an entire studio, yeah, sit yep. down, record. Full, we could set the, this up in a park if we really wanted to. You could, yeah. We could set it up in a pub. We could set it wherever the fuck we wanted and just... And then just go. go. <laughs> and just talk. And the strange thing is the, the need and the want for long-form content right now <laughs> Is yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. It's absolutely phenomenal. So you can just keep pumping it out, man. Yeah, like you can. The first few episodes I recorded on my phone, no microphones. You just did it on your just phone. this. Yeah, man. Hey. With it, as a room mic, essentially. That's, That's hustle. all it was. That's hustle. Yeah, the first <laughs> fucking five or six episodes, I didn't touch a microphone. Because I would just sit down with mates and I would just hit record and we would just talk. We did some in the pubs. We yeah. did shit in, like. Yeah. We did a couple at our house, like wherever we were. I just hit record, and if it was worth, it was Up, good content. Just upload, yeah. Just add an intro yeah. and an outro to it, and fucking <laughs> play some music. Intro, outro, podcast, done. Oh, dude, it was crazy. Like, I couldn't believe how um, how easy it was, especially when I first started doing it. It was just so, and I couldn't help my <laughs> God, cat is believe this cat, bro. Legit. All over the shop. I can't believe it. You know, I'm sorry, man. I apologize. No, 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 no. <laughs> fucking, it's fine. It's ambience. We always have like the other day. I had a um, truck in the background. Yeah. Oh, what am I doing? I wanted to click the artist. Um, yeah, I just had a truck like. Oh man! Because this this picks up. It picks it all up. And like you know how far my yep. my shed my studio is from yep. the fucking root yep. the road, and it still picked that up. Picks the birds up. It's fucking whatever with oh, the windows man. closed and everything, bro. This is the song I was looking for. Okay. Is it playing? Oh, it's playing through. Go through your headphones. 
Oh, yeah. Lucid Dreams. That's what it was. Oh, let me hear it. Let me hear it. Let's see if it'll play. No, it won't play because this thing is here. That's all. I can hear it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my, when I first yeah, heard yeah, that, like dude, I was like, what is this? It's a good this? song, man. Like, and it came, and surprisingly enough, you could hear it comes from a real place. Yeah. This dude was like 15 when he wrote this shit. And dude, it comes from a real place. The deep song's just like, just With really beats. damn good beats, yeah. man. And like, catchy tunes. Oh, dude, it's catchy. Just, fucking melodies, I've got to give it its props, man. It's just phenomenal how fucking... And and like yeah, like I said, it's this upload upload culture where the upload yeah, button and and it's you so easy. only reason titles not um, Jay Z's titles not really working is because it doesn't have a fucking upload button. Yeah, yeah. That's and it. The only pull it has is Jay Z and Beyonce albums. Kanye pulled out. Kanye pull- he, uh, apparently oh. initially Life of Pablo had a two week or a one week advance on yeah. title. And then he put it on Spotify because Kanye's his own business. Kanye's He's no Kanye. longer connected to. He just he put it on Spotify. Everything of his. You cannot find anything of Beyonce or Jay Z's on Spotify. There's legit only no, like. I've actually never even looked. I looked recently because I was like, I just want to get back into old school. Yeah, Jay. yeah, yeah. Couldn't find a thing. It was the Linkin Park and Jay Z album that he did years ago, and I think it was like, oh, there was the Beyonce. So for some reason that collaboration album they did recently yeah. was on Spotify. Yeah, okay. That's the only that thing there, that but that's the only thing. So none of his um none of his old school nah. stuff. Nothing solid. No, you cannot not find even Beyonce stuff. I was no. I was looking for reasonable you might be able to find Destiny's Child at the least. But I was looking for like reasonable doubt and all that and I could not find anything. Yeah, any of the blueprints, like the so Magna Carta. All, all on title. He's going to rip that fucking TV off the wall. Yeah, man. Oh, He's my a God. Bit, um, don't get cuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was weird. I was just like, this is a fucking weird, weird business model. Like, you yeah. can't do this exclusive shit anymore. It nah. doesn't work. It doesn't nah, work for anybody, man. exclusive thing doesn't work, man. It, it really doesn't, like, it used to. And, I mean, I suppose for podcasting, it does a little bit if you've got, like, there's some people who have Patreon and shit like that. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, man. I'm, you fucking spider cat. I might just have to quickly grab him down. Man. Yeah, he's going right. to kill himself. I'm going to hand this off to you. <laughs> grab him for a second. I'm going to commentate while he does this. Diaz is just pulling the cat. The cat's on the top of the TV and he's about to leap for his life. He's about to die. Oh, on a quick sidebar, you know what I did the other day? Yeah, <laughs> you climbed so the TV a, You leaped off the TV <laughs> No, no, no It actually was the animal Animal dying that reminded me of it What? So, <laughs> what the hell happened, man? So um, I try to keep it I try to keep it real on the podcast here And I try I'm like I'm doing it We'll get to it eventually But I'm trying yeah. to do like I, I learned recently that vulnerability There's no courage without vulnerability Yeah, right? 100% And so I'm not afraid of telling most stories here. <laughs> So I was driving to, I was driving somewhere the other day, um, just around the corner from here, and um, as I was coming up, there was a flock of pigeons. Oh shit! Bro, legit. Pigeons always move. Birds always move, don't how, they? Fuck! How many pigeons you kill, bro? There were oh god, all except the fat one. Of course, the, the fat one. Fat bro. one didn't move, 
And I'm not, I've never run anything over in my life. I'm not kidding you. You, you feel it in the car. It just went, kum, kum, kum. Oh my like God, it's a proper bro. like boom, boom, boom. it's like you've gone over the best thing I can explain oh, you know when you go over over a speed hump yeah, and yeah. you go like two wheels rather than the rather four, than the four that's what it felt like but double like doom, doom. and oh, I man. looked in the room and feathers just I was like oh surely oh, I did that was luck. just a stick and I just saw feathers and the rest of the flock of pigeons just going off into the and I was like the worst part is like you hit it once with the first tire, <laughs> and then you <laughs> double you double tapped it, man, with the second tire. Shit, he was and already then the dead. The person behind me, because it was like middle of the day, decent traffic. The person yeah, behind me yeah. would just been like, fucking mortified, Fuck. fucking mortified. Just man. watching me. Holy shit! <laughs> I can't believe I've, I've just I was so mad at myself for doing that. I was like, I can't shit, believe I've I'm never I've here. never run anything over. I've um. I hit a bird. The bird flew into the car while I was driving. Oh, yeah. That That's happens. his fault. I was fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he can change his direction faster than I can. Mm. Um, Especially with a car. <laughs> other than that, that shit, I've never... Yeah, me neither. Until that day, Damn. maybe I've knocked over a, like a lizard or something and not noticed. Yeah, maybe, but maybe. You don't, but like, you don't notice that. Out of sight, out of mind. Like, <laughs> ignorance is bliss oh on that. God, I couldn't believe it. Though. I was just like, oh, my God. And I, Because I try so hard to even go... I tried to... So that my wheel, like the car would go over it yeah. at the very least. So if it got injured, it got injured, but it like, got injured below. it wouldn't have got injured by my exhaust. My car's not that fucking low. Like oh, it's a hatchback. And it just, I just, there was no way it didn't die. There's no way it didn't die. Cause it just, doom, it, doom, doom. Right, you, it squished the fucking thing. You sent him home, man. Yeah. <laughs> you, sent, you sent him home, oh, man. Oh my God. Shit. Yeah, like, nah, I've never, um. I've swerved. There's always been like a dog or like a cat on the road. And I swerve. Like, yeah, I'm that idiot that swerves. Yeah. And I swerve um, just so I don't hit them, which is not ideal, but I mean, I don't want to run over it. Oh, bro, cats are legit like the skittish. The amount of times I've had cats run across the other side of the road so fast and just like skidded in the middle of the road right next to the car. And you're like, you know if you're going to hit it. Like you can feel if you hit it. So you know you're fine. Yeah. It scares you, especially in the middle of the night. When they for sure, for sure he'd get hit. Because <laughs> look, look at him, bro. He's not scared of shit. No, nah, he's not. He he's just like comes up. Trying to leap off the, TV. Leap off the damn TV. <laughs> you can't let him out, man. He'll die. Spend too much fucking money on a cat <laughs> will, to go yeah. get killed on the road. This this cat, ladies and gentlemen, is legit looks like a tiger. Little tiger it's cat. Like a, what kind of cat is it? Tiger. Legit called a tiger. It's called a tiger. Tiger. Oh my god! Yeah, it's man. like a descendant of an Indian tiger. It's it's yeah, the most man. regal thing you've they're, ever seen. Um, in your life. It's half like Bengal cat, which is like half, they're like um, Asian leopard. Bengal tiger, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, right. um, half tabby. So he's like super. Oh my god! Super cute and affectionate, but also a bit of a dipshit. I was going like, to say he's got a lot of wild in him. Yeah, he's wild and just uh. dumb, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got to go back on the super TV. Super adventurous, sure. just jumps yeah, on everything, man. If there was a fan in here, he'd probably be on it by now. Oh, he's yeah. going to do it again. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Maybe he needs to fall off just to... <laughs> he fell the other day, busted his leg. <laughs> Did it again. <laughs> like... This is hilarious. This cat reminds uh, me of my daughter. He's just so, like... Everything <laughs> is so new to him. The look new. on his face is the same as a baby. Just, like, everything just, is He's so, just like, wow. Ooh, where do I get up here? Maybe I shouldn't be up here, but... I'm up God, here regardless. It's got to break my TV, Could you imagine if we could leap that high? It's like, 
Oh, God, man. <laughs> Straight under the roof. And I was I like, don't oh, think I gotta I... clean the roof. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> up there. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, nah, man. Oh, uh, all right. All right, let's get back into yeah, the let's music. Get back man. Into the, that's a little sidebar. Um, so, okay, here's the next question. I've got a few, just to, I've got some questions from the audience at the end yes. as well. Yes. But I've got some questions here. So, how do you market your work? In this current climate, what's your work, what's your marketing scheme look like? Um, the marketing that we generally, um, as a rule of thumb, is just, you know, fucking hope for the best. <laughs> nah, it's, look, man, it's mostly social media. Okay. Everything's social media now. Um, before there was um there was a bit of a bit of a period where we'd go through the papers, we'd go through any type of like local kind of you know, distribution like that. And we, okay. we could get yeah. um and then we'd push through to like labels. We were fortunate enough to link up with a couple of um, independent labels. All right, yeah. And we'd market through them. Okay. And they would they would take uh, the reins on that a little bit. Oh, that's good, yeah. Yeah, which was great. And but like everything's changed now, man, like no one's really doing the label thing. It's, it's you build your brand. Yeah. You build your brand through your social media. Yeah. And from that, just hit up everybody. Just, yeah. Just push your stuff out there. Because at the end of the day, no one knows you. No one knows that you're, you can be the next big thing. No one knows you though. Yeah. So you just gotta, you gotta do it every single day. And that's what we've been doing, man. Just hustling and um, trying to write and create as much as we can. Mm. But then the, the business side is like, yeah, the marketing. Mm. You know, push it as much as we can to whoever we can. Mm. Contact everybody. Um, put your best foot forward. And just build your brand. Build buzz. If, you, if you're not buzzing and you don't have hype around you, mm. no one wants to touch you. Yeah. You're a leper. You know what I mean? You're a leper. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good way to put it. Yeah, and it's the same, like a lot of the companies are looking for people with followings. Yeah. Or like a following is invaluable. No, it's huge, man. Like it's it's, huge. it's so so priceless yeah. that people will like even as designers, people will go for you over someone who has a smaller following. Yeah. It's, it's your face value. Mm. It's, it's your face value. value. It's the um, what is it, man? Do you watch Black Mirror? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Do, do you remember the episode where everybody's like super fake? And they they got like their and they've got the iPhones like and their bing, phones, bing, and, and it's like yep. they like they're yeah, rated. Yeah. It's your face value. Yes. And that's essentially what um, the following is mm. because they'll look at you. Mm. And if you've got no following, you've got no rating, no, one, mm. no one's vouching for you. It's wild, no because, it. it's wild because it used to be like you wanted to be careful what you were putting on social media when we were younger yeah. because companies that you were going to be hired by, even if it was McDonald's, yep. Yep, they'd check it. They would check your Facebook and they would see the the, the real... Because a lot of people would put on Facebook their real character, their real personality, yep. and yep. they would see that shit. And people would just lose jobs and wouldn't even realise that's why they lost the job. Yep. And now it's to a point where people don't really care too much because everyone is personally branding themselves. Yep. It, whether they think they are or not, the are. Instagram model with her ass out there, She's yeah. got a personal brand. She's a brand. She's a businesswoman, bro. Yeah. She's smart. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And, you know, it's like it's like the Paul brothers. I always yeah. go back to the Paul brothers because they're fucking millionaires from their merchandise. Yeah, shit. Not from like, yeah, maybe you have 100 million followers on, on YouTube. But the metrics of that are about, I think you get uh, maybe 
50 to $100 every 10,000 views, right? Yeah. If you do the calculations of that, and they say got a two, five, six million views on a video, yeah. they're not making six million dollars. It's not per view, it's per 10,000. 10, so maybe, yeah. I mean, I'm no good at math, but they might make a thousand dollars, maybe three thousand dollars off a video. Wow, so that's really not that much. That's not a lot, really but these dudes are making yeah. hundreds of thousands, even millions off t shirts. That's yeah. why every video, if you go and you watch a Paul Brothers video, every video is about buy that merch. That's yeah. all it is. It's just buy it. And they sell $25 a pop. It's not, it's inexpensive yeah. to yeah. the individual. But, but when them, there's yeah, 100, 100 million individuals, yeah, it's adding up, man. <laughs> you're making $2,500 million, which is a lot of like $250 yeah. million. Dollars is a lot of fucking That's money. Lot of and they money. both have their own individual businesses. Yeah, and these just... dudes are legit like, they'll just bring people into their houses and immediately all, they, all you have to do is be part of their crew yeah. and the following will come. They sell people, yeah. they contract people on their following. We can give you a following if you give us 10% of your, like 10% commission. They're essentially a YouTube agency. Fucking wild. Like, Fuck. That's actually some crazy shit. I love doing prank videos. Yeah. Yeah, shit. <laughs> How's that for marketing? Fuck, man. <laughs> it's just like, it's just ridiculous. Like, I don't, I don't, oh, man. And people are like, the world's going to hell. No, it's not. The world's man, going the to world's people. Fuck, the world's going to people, bro. <laughs> Fuck yes, that's a good way to put it. The world's going back to people. To so the everyday man, and the like, you Which can is make good, a living man. off anything. Which is fucking beautiful. They're, they're taking out the middleman. We're taking out the middleman, which is the best thing to do. We're taking out these commercial companies that are running for a profit that will take fifty percent of your earnings if they want to, because they know they can give you what you want. Yeah. And people, it's essentially dream profiteering. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's it. Dream profiteering. <laughs> that's, You're right, man. That's all they're doing. They're just they're just profiting off our dreams, and they're yeah. It's just <laughs> it's crazy. It's it's so good that the internet has brought us. Everyone's like, oh, the internet sucks. Social media sucks. Everybody's so nah, negative. And, they can get fucked. Yeah, but <laughs> because people like, were always there. They just got given a platform. Yeah, that's it. We, Everyone in the world. Obtained a platform. There's a platform now, and now the negative people also obtained a platform. They did, and now that's why they got their like their, their fucking um their opinions oh. vocalized throughout the whole world. Man. Yeah, exactly. The, the negative people in their mum's basements. That, and yeah. that's the thing. Like, I mean, the world started to get a little bit more judgy. I think it actually it yeah. did affect it did affect the world because you know even seeing a movie, everyone became a critic. Yep. There was a time where, you know, yep. oh, I didn't really, oh, I, 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 did, I wasn't a huge fan of Transformers, for instance. Like, I didn't yep. like, I loved the first one. I didn't like Transformers 2. The only people who knew that was my friends. Yep. Now, you go and see Detective oh, Pikachu. Yeah, now everybody's talking about it. You go and see Detective Pikachu, yep. you get on Instagram that afternoon, everybody's got an opinion. You listen to a podcast, there's an opinion. You change your opinion, and then all of a sudden, everybody's really, not negative necessarily, but everybody's quite critical of things. Critical, yeah. Of, cre- of people's creations and I feel like um, there's a bit of a thing where there is a platform yeah right? and now people see it and it's like I have to use it yeah I have to have my opinion 
Yeah, otherwise I'm going to end up exploding. I'm out of the loop. So it's... <laughs> it's, if it's there and it can happen, it will happen, man. Yeah. So of course they're gonna like they're gonna push their opinions. They're gonna push um criticisms, man. And that's the that's the same thing with um with art with music. It's like yeah, yeah, movies as well. But no matter what it is, man, you got haters, there's trolls, there's fucking everywhere, man. And they will spit and like kick and fucking burn your stuff down. That's the beauty of it, man. Because that shit's inspiring. Yeah. That's, 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 that's the, the guy, guy I want to sit down and be like, listen, Jimmy, let's sit down, let's talk about this. How can I make it better? Mm. How can you and me fix this? Because in that, in, that, in that rough, you do get a diamond. There's a diamond. And that's your, that's your audience. Like you, that's you it. get that free, you get that free audience of like that free control group. Essentially, yeah. that can tell you what you what you're doing right and what you're doing, you're doing what you're doing wrong. That's exactly, yeah. and you can you can learn from from those people. Yeah, and you'll you know nine times out of ten you'll you know when someone's giving you some shit that's just yeah. invaluable. Like it's just yeah, yeah. you don't have to take everything on. <laughs> yeah, but um, half the shit that comes your way, even if it's coming from like a negative place, mm. it's actual. That's someone's opinion, and that's some valuable shit. Yeah. Just gonna get into the pizza. Yeah, I want to put the pizza. Yeah, good call. Yeah. <laughs> the cat is now getting into the pizza, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna, I'm gonna put the pizza away so he doesn't eat it. <laughs> pizza is safe, ladies and gentlemen. It's all good. Um. Yeah, man. Do you, have you heard about this? Um, I actually had a friend on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, and he brought yeah. it up. Have you heard about this uh, Instagram removing likes? Removing likes. So apparently all the likes you get on Instagram now, I don't know if it's conspiracy theory. I haven't looked into it enough. I actually only have heard, you know, bits and pieces here and there. But apparently it's a whole thing of the amount of likes you get, they they minimise it. So it's a scaling thing. So they remove a certain percentage of them because there's been too much backlash within communities, within the oh. internet. People are committing suicide. Uh, People I are do. going into depression. And Fuck, yes. I th- okay, here's the thing. I thought you meant removing as in like, say you get 15 likes, they're going to take away five likes. Yeah. You meant like removing the, the system of like likes as a whole. Um, yes, I have heard of that. Are they trying to remove the entire system? I heard that. I right. Heard See, that. I thought it was. I thought it was. They were taking a percentage off. Percentage off. No, I mean, I've, I've actually, yeah, similar. Probably, who knows which one? Who, but like, they probably already have, and we don't even notice. Maybe, yeah. Because yeah. I did hear that um, they were going to remove it. I think it's smart. Well, I think it's smart. It's also a little bit like fuck, like get over it, but it is also smart. It would, yeah, it would make sense to me. I feel like and. You know, you watch anything that Gary Vee, Tim Ferriss, any of those online guys say about, you know, building a business online and building a following. Anything mm. you watch about a following is yeah. you need to you need to comment. No one gives a shit about if you like, like how many times have you looked at the amount the exact people that have liked a photo of yours? None. Never. Yeah. Never. The only thing I ever see is the top top two people that come up. That's it. And I see the comments. And it's probably someone I follow and I and the algorithm just says, Oh yeah, you follow that guy and you like a lot of his stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like it. Like it's you or it's that's it. Or it's a friend of mine or something yeah. like that. Whereas I feel like the commenting system is the best way to go 
and 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 liking those comments and that kind of stuff is the best way. To, or even stories. Yeah, stories as well. Like getting that, and it's good. It's really good that only you can see who's seen your story. Yeah. You get the analytics, and I don't even think I don't even know if personal accounts get that. I think it's only business I think it's accounts. Just business, yeah. Once you so it's just an, an analytic thing. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Well, that's even better. Like that's a good thing. That's great because that can help you go. Well, that, you know, that's the best time to. Yeah. That's all you want the analytics for. The best thing the best and the things times. that people want. Yeah. But even then, I find the analytics confusing because then it's like, oh, here's your top, here's your top six, and I'm like, fuck, those were from six months ago. Yeah, how do you? How is that? Then? How is that fair? And then you go into, and then it gives you the latest ones, and it's all the same thing. Yeah. And but yeah. I would, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they have removed a percentage of the likes because, um, I feel like my following has grown, but. The likes have gone down. Well, no, the response is just staying it's stagnant. Just it's plateauing. Stagnant. Yeah, yeah like it's it, it's it's gone up slightly. Like it's gone up from 60, 60 views on a story to hundred and twenty. Yeah. But that's not substantial in, in comparison to the actual following. following yeah, because yeah. the following's gone from seven hundred to just under eleven hundred. Yeah, there you go. So, like, you'd think you'd that... you think it would... It would, um, it would scale a bit. Yeah. So, I wouldn't be surprised. But, look, honestly, the best part about removing those likes is the reason what a lot of companies do is they don't just look at your following, they look at your engagement. Yeah, that's true. They look at how many likes you're getting per post yep. and yep. how much engagement compared to that because they know that bots exist. Bots exist. <laughs> People buying followings, man. And we see a guy with like, okay, you got 13,000 followers. Mm. you got 600,000 followers. Mm. You're getting 300 likes on a post with 600,000 followers. That's a lot of likes. Mm. That's a decent amount of likes. Bro, you got 600,000 followers. Yeah, but even if you've got 600,000 and you're getting 4,000 likes, that's not even that, even that, that's not the... That's, that's like... That is... Something's wrong. Less than 10%. Yeah. Le- yeah, dude. Something is wrong. If you've got 600,000 followers, yeah. you get 60,000 likes. Mm. That's when I'm like... Okay, that's bro, engagement. That's legit. You're doing something. But the interesting thing is, is there's a... It, product, product marketing works like a funnel. So the more, especially digital product marketing, the more things... And if you think about it personally, the more click-through things you have to do, the more things you have to click... To get to something, the less likely you are to purchase that. Yep. So it works like a tri- it works like a funnel essentially. It's like yep. an upside down triangle. I, sp- I think I've spoken about this on the podcast before. Yep. But essentially, you start at the top. Maybe you have twenty thousand people looking at your post, your yep. ad, and then it gets lo- they click through once. You lose ten thousand. So you've cut it at fifty percent. Cut it. Then they, there's the, there's another click through, and you lose another five thousand. Yeah. And then you get to the bottom, and you get to the bottom of this funnel, and eventually, you've got two people buying your product yeah. out of twenty thousand that clicked it. And it's the funnel. The more click throughs you've got, but sometimes yeah. you have to have those click throughs. Sometimes you have to have it. And yeah. sometimes you have to have. So that's why something like Spotify, a literal link to the song. Yep. Bang, 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 or bang. just type our name into the YouTube or type yeah. our name into Spotify. You've got it, and then yeah. Spotify or YouTube will pay you. Yeah. And that's legit. Like, that's that's legit. I don't even know if YouTube, because I know the early YouTubers just get, used to get paid by Google yeah. from Google ads. 
Sure. So they got their income from Google, but I think there's too many YouTubers now for Google to afford that. <laughs> They'd be like billions of dollars yeah. in a deficit. So well, YouTube's actually paying them out of their own pocket. YouTube pays a certain amount because they can put, they can guarantee ads. So YouTube's run by Google somehow. Yeah. And from what I understand or understood is that YouTube has a certain amount. So like I said, there's about 10,000 and then you start getting paid. So you've got to get yeah. at least 10,000 views. Yeah. Yeah. And YouTube will pay you because, and they'll pay you, they'll pay you a very small commission of what they will make from Google. So it's what they, what YouTube makes because they can say, um, I don't know, uh, PewDiePie, we can advertise Fortnite on yep. a PewDiePie video, yep. or we can advertise the latest Mortal Kombat, or we can advertise the latest whatever the fuck it is yep. on there. They can sell that space to an advertiser yep. Yep. for twenty million dollars for a month, right? Yep. For instance. And then, you, then PewDiePie will receive essentially maybe ten grand of that. Yeah. Maybe if he's lucky, because they have their own scale of views and stuff scale, like that. Yeah. But the way these people make money is they cut out YouTube, they make a check from YouTube or Google or whatever for advertising, yeah. but they have merchandising. Yeah. Or they have a sponsor. That's why you see YouTube videos now. There's Skillshare and Squarespace. Yeah, they're yeah. sponsoring as many YouTube videos as, as they are podcasts because that's how people are making money now. And it's like if, if Skillshare doesn't have to pay YouTube for an ad, but they pay directly to the YouTuber, yeah. they can pay the YouTuber 10 grand in a video yeah. and make invaluable, like priceless advertising. Advertising is getting cheaper. As the internet goes on, man. For companies, advertising... Yeah. Squares, that's the reason why Squarespace is so popular and they're leading in their website game. I've actually seen like, yeah... That's they like fucking smashed weeks. podcasts. They just yeah. threw everything they had at podcasts. Every Jeez. podcast... There was, there was like three years there where every podcast... Squarespace. Was Squarespace. Was sponsored by Squarespace. They just threw millions of dollars into podcasting and just treat it like television advertising, but it was much cheaper because yeah. yeah. the deficit was lower because the television people had so many overheads, whereas a podcast is just like maybe you have to pay for the website, SoundCloud. Like, it's pretty low, and then you, pay, then you take a wage from it. Or you pay a studio. Maybe people got a studio yeah. and they rent a studio. Still way cheaper than way way cheaper, way cheaper yeah. than television. And it's the same for Facebook advertising and all that kind of thing. It's yeah. Just like the whole thing. Yeah, it's impressive what people are coming up. And that's why there's so many different business models now that you could follow someone's business model like PewDiePie, or you could follow a Gary V business model, or you could, or you just make one up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can do that now, man. Yeah. You can do that now. You can just do your own thing. Yeah, and that's the trick, man. Like you've got to, you've got to try and figure out, yeah, what you're going to, how you're going to make that. Because it's only a matter of time before we all start working for ourselves. Yep. No, I agree with that. Like, there will still be people who work for businesses, but shit, that's the goal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the goal, man. Yeah, I think man. we're all trying to get there. Just, Everybody wants that. Look at how many YouTubers there are now compared to five years ago. Because there's so many niches. Yeah, there's so right. many niched niches. There's, there's niched niches. <laughs> yes. There's like, you, if you wanted to see the best salmon fishing, you just YouTube it. YouTube. And I bet you there's a dude making a living off it. Man, dude, YouTube has <laughs> been, um, oh, it's been just like a pinnacle 
kind of like a fucking thing with me, man. Because like, before I started doing like real music even that much, or even like design, man, I don't know how to do shit. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. Oh, sorry, music. Yeah, I did study that. We studied music. Okay? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I skipped a lot of classes, but I technically studied music, okay? Yeah. I went to one class. That was it. Just Mango's class. <laughs> um, dude, but YouTube taught me everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. That's what I was saying. I think I was saying that to Jen today. Like, fuck going back to uni. Dude, I would never pay for uni. I, I, I did, and I don't know why. I paid for a year of uni, and I'm glad I, I had a baby instead. Because I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm glad you I'm, had a baby, and you kind of like just like I would have done three years of fucking uni and had to pay forty grand it, for it. Forty grand for something that you might not ever use to be yeah exactly to for, for a graphic design qualification that that doesn't mean shit. I know more about graphic design than I like. I knew everything I was doing in that first year. That's it. Except for photography. Yeah, and yeah, then even that, I just YouTube. Even that, just YouTube. <laughs> yeah, dude, all the graphic design stuff. I um, it's just YouTube, man. It's just shit, interest, and um, accessibility through YouTube. Yeah, I mean, even with the music stuff, same thing. YouTube. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. I just, I feel like, I mean, I tried YouTube. If you dedicate yourself to YouTube. Right. You just need one good video. You need one good video. But it comes back to creativity. At the end of the day, the only way you're getting following is if you have a really quality product. Yep. Quality. It doesn't have to be like the song, the, the drawing, the comic book, whatever it is you're doing. It just has to be good. Yep. You just have to be good. able to deliver. It's that simple. Just put some love into it, man. Yes. Just put some love into it. Yeah. I think too many people are pushing out trash and um, then sitting in the room thinking, why me? Mm-hmm. Why is the world against me? You know, I think, I think look, honest about man, people nowadays, there's too much of um, entitlement. Oh. Yeah. It, like, it kills me, man. It kills me. Because you know what? No one owes you shit. No. Like, okay, if this doesn't pan out for me, that's not, that's not fucking other person's fault. Yep, that's all Hundred percent. But I like that because then I, I can hold myself accountable. And I can change. Yeah. And uh, there's, there's there's no um, entitlement. It's just like shit. If I want it, it's not coming my way. Naturally, I'm gonna go and get it. Yeah. I need to put in the work. I need to put in the fucking time. I need to put in the love, the quality, and then I'm gonna get it. Yeah. There's, there's oh man, the whole there's, it's an entitlement error. Oh, dude, we're, we're in that. That's where we are. You're telling me, like the the, the taking responsibility for your actions thing is yeah. just. Even after all, of, like it's still so low. Yeah. Like, it's still. This is why dudes like Jordan Peterson and Gary V, you know, exist mm. because they found a market where people are just. It's not new. It's not new. It's not new. It's just that at it's some just, point... It's just untouched. Well, is it? Is it at some point that... Like, you can't blame it all on our degeneration de- before us and our parents, but yeah. there is some blame somewhere. Like, is it? Is it that our parents didn't really know... Well, not ours specifically, yeah, yeah, yeah. but in general, didn't really know how to deal with the internet because they've never dealt with it? Man, yeah, to a degree. I remember, like, fuck, we got our first computer. My parents freaked out, eh? Hmm. 
I had no idea what they were doing. <laughs> no idea, I was lucky my dad was an IT guy. Yeah, that's good. Like, he, that's kn- he knew what he was doing and he knew that's how That's also bad. It was bad because like, he knew how to lock me out of the fuck. He knew how to lock you out of things. That's bad. Oh. No, I didn't have that. It was a good time, man, being young with the internet. It was, it was difficult. I'll tell you, it was difficult <laughs> it was a being time. a sex addict as a teenager when there's filters all over your fucking computer. Oh, fuck. Bro, I'm telling you, like. No, never but mind you, I'd kill for those filters now. <laughs> So it's just, yeah, it was, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know, like, I mean, maybe we will be better with our kids with the internet, but I'm sure something else will come on. There's something new, man. Every generation, something comes along. There's a new new struggle each time, man. Yeah, our parents' generation, their parents had to deal with MTV. Before them, it was World War, it was post-World War. Before that, it was World War II. There you go, man. For us, I'm sure there'll be something new. Everybody's got a different drama. There's going to be a different drama, and we might not even understand it. It might, it might be this huge, this colossal drama for them. Yeah. And we'll just sit there and be like, what? fuck. I'm like, I don't understand. That's probably how our, like, you know, Same our as we were with social media. Yeah. And our great grandparents, yeah. Like, they'll be, we'll be crying over someone, you know, teasing us over social media, which is a serious thing. Yeah. Online bullying is fucked. It's yeah. Dirt. Cyber bullying's fucking, yeah. We've spoken and about you got, it before. You've got people yeah. saying, like, fuck, that hurt my feelings, right? Which, yeah. is, which is deep, I get that. Yeah. But the, it, like, I get it. Yeah. But then you got our great grandparents and shit, or like grandparents who were in the war. Yeah. Like these niggas got shot at. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what are you like, talking about feelings? You're like, talking about feelings. Yeah. I got shot in the ear. Yeah. Like, like that's feelings. You know what I did, I came home and I drank. And it's, yeah, and, it, and it's different. Yeah. But, Hit my wife. Fuck. You're one of my children. That's how I dealt with it. That's how I dealt with it. Talk about oh, vulnerability. I didn't post the status about you it. Talk about courage and vulnerability. Oh, stand shit. in front of a fucking rifle. <laughs> fucking stand in fucking rifle, bro. Yeah, dude. Look, it's, and, it, and it's different, man. Like, there's different struggles, and I think it's like one thing to turn around and be like, oh, well, man. And again, like the entitlement. Like, I'm the only person this is happening to. I'm the only one who um, is going through this. Yeah, it's not like that. Nah. It's the world's a big place, man. There's big shit going on, and it's all going on around you. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a minute of taking the time and being like, "Shit, I don't have it that bad." I'm actually pretty grateful. I'm pretty lucky, man. Mm. And um, took me a long time to get to that point as well, man. Mm. And I was just, just like, "Fuck!" Like, I'm good. Like, I'm happy. I got shit. I got to work on. I got goals I want to attain. Mm. But guess whose shoulders that's on, man? That's all mine. I love that. And, oh, and it's amazing, isn't it? Once you start, like for you, it took that. For me, it took having a child and having having a, a dependent yep. and having a partner to realize this shit's on me. Yeah. You know? I don't have any parents to hold. No, They're not going to, like they made a point of, Saying, this is on you. This is on you. You have you to support, support your family from now. Yep. And my dad was like, that's what I did for you guys. And you're going to have to do the same shit. There you go. And, but for me, it was liberating. <laughs> it's, it's it was liberating. shockingly liberating. Yeah, like, man. I get very worried about all these people who are still living at their parents' house because I'm like, yes. you don't know what you're missing you out on. You, you don't know what you're missing out on. It's like a false... Um, it's a false sense of security. Yes, hundred percent. You don't know what it's like, man. Wake up every day, grind, hustle. Yeah. At your nine to five, get home, grind and hustle for your dream. Yeah, and there's and still try to feed yourself. Man. And there's something. Yeah, <laughs> and going days where you're eating fucking baked beans. Fucking like, oath, man. And by no stretch of the imagination are we poor. No. By no stretch of the imagination are we living in poverty. 
This is just what being our age is. Yeah, this is what our parents did. They just forgot about it. Yeah. Or they just didn't see... Here's, they, they had a different struggle. Yeah. Their struggle was different. Yeah. And um, opportunities were different as well. I have this conversation with my parents a lot. Yeah. And um, I went for the longest time with my dad telling me, you don't know life. Yeah. Okay? And um, that hit home. And I, I always like, argue the point. I'm like, no, fuck that. You don't know my life. Yeah. You know your life. And it took a long time for me to click and say, shit, I actually don't know his life either. Of course. And that's, that was the thing that, that swapped around and I'm like, shit, he doesn't know my life. I don't know his life, but I respect it. And that, that brought a relationship to a mutual respect. Mm. And now he gets it from my perspective. Yeah. And I get it from his. And um, it just changed things. It made you see your, your situation different. And... You don't, you don't again, again the accountability. I wouldn't to sit here and be like, oh, fuck, I didn't get this, I didn't get that. Mm. I wasn't like this person, I wasn't like that person. Um, no, what happened, happened. Mm. I got what I got, mm. and I took away from every experience in life what I did take away. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing, man. Mm. It's a beautiful thing to get you to that point. And there's something to be said about, about struggling. There's 100% yeah. something to be said about knowing that all you want to do is this one thing. Yeah. And, but in the meantime, what a lot of people don't come to the... What, what the people who are, and by no stretch of the imagination, are we either successful either, no. but we, the two of us are a lot more successful than some of our friend oh, groups. Yeah, man, look, yeah. Respectively, because we are creators and we have this, this innate understanding and drive inside of us that we just... just it's almost, it's almost um, wild. Like it's almost yeah, it's yeah, animalistic. Almost. Yeah, like, yeah, it's almost yeah. like it's, it's you're just born creative, but you can yeah. nurture that creativity, and you get to a point where some one day it just clicks, and you go, yeah. "That is how I can make it happen." Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. That's how I can. Ma- I could have made it happen this whole time and, and I if I'd have just done just... that. That's simple. If I'd have just went looking for clients rather than waiting yeah. for them to come to, or yeah. if I'd have just uploaded to Spotify or if I'd have just gone on SoundCloud or used yeah. done YouTube or yeah. whatever it may be and you go shit and then you start doing it and you get closer and you get and closer, closer, closer. And closer but in saying that man the whole time even to that point you've been taking stepping stones to that point mm. it's a journey man and you've just kind of started from you know day one and you just keep hustling you keep going. oh yeah even if you don't even know that you're doing it because i talk to a lot of people and a lot of people are like i don't know what i want to do these guys are older than me yeah i don't know what i want to do with my life i'm not sure i studied this and i don't actually want to do that anymore i um i don't know what my passion is right and i sit there i'm like Fuck, fuck I do, I, do. <laughs> I, 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 I don't want to yeah. do I've known for a long time and I just don't get how people don't know it and I don't get why people are scared to just lose everything and fucking go for it yeah you know what I mean yeah like we've spoken about it here on the podcast before where I have a friend who was working he was working um, a full time job yep. you know five days a week Uh, graphic designing for a company he would come home and until two o'clock in the morning he'd just draw Um, and then he went away with his girlfriend at the time to Canada and just had all this time to draw and was like 
one day I was just like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try like realism. I'm going to go and buy some real legit colouring pencils yeah, and I'm yeah. going to try realism. And so he did. And um, he actually told this story on the podcast about a year ago. And then what he did was he, he just got better and better and better. Yeah. And now this was, I met him three years ago, two or three years ago. Yeah. Now he is at, in a matter of two or three years, when I met him, he might have been at about 15K followers. Yeah. Now he's pushing 100. Oh, and, and what he did, he built, but what he also did was he went, you know what, I'm young, I'm going to try this out, I know I'm good at this, I'm going, to do, I'm going to book myself in. Just one year, he was like, fuck it, every single convention that happens in Australia, yeah. I'm booking it in, I'm putting my money into it, I've got all this money from full-timing, I'm yeah. quitting my job, and I'm just going to draw all day Made work. Made work. and then sell prints at conventions every yeah. time there's a game. And sometimes, like, you know, when it gets later in the year, yeah. he'll find himself going from Brisbane to Gold Coast to Melbourne yes. to Sydney. to, And he's bouncing around for a month. Yeah. It, it's just tour, That's just touring. That's tu- it's touring. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And he, and he inspired me to go... Yeah, I've, and he said to me, he's like, you've got more, like, you've got a kid and shit. And I was like, but there's no reason why I can't. There's no reason why. It just means that I've got more reason to go, I need to right now make sure I've got clients. Yeah, you need to make it work. Yeah, I'm going to. get like what, we, what I was mentioning before. Um, you only get what you need to get mm. out of life. Nothing more, nothing less. You only hit what you need to get. Mm. And your bar just fucking raised up like tenfold. Yeah. And it's like, shit, now I need to get a bit more. Yeah. And that's, I love that, man. Yeah. Because that, that makes you like go harder. It makes you push further. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's groundbreaking. There's, there's not much, yeah, there's so much to be said about consequences. Yep. Consequential, oh, yeah. consequential life. And, what you'll realize, like I know you'll realize it for sure, when you become a dad, you start to empathize with both your parents yeah. and parents of people who you know or just the general generic parent who ran away. Yeah. Especially the deadbeat that you know, the old fable, yeah. the deadbeat dad who ran away. Yeah. And like I can 100% understand yeah. why, especially as an addict, I can 100% understand why addicts just they, run away, become it. selfish, and you don't realise that until... Yeah. And now I respect my dad more than anyone in my life. Yeah, and my mum, but... Yeah, and your mom, but like, you get it. Yeah, you get it now. I, I just respect everything my dad taught me. And when you start to go, like, what kind of parent do I want to be? You, you pick and choose, like, oh, I like, you know, yeah. that's what Diaz's parents do, that's what yeah. um, Jen's parents do, whatever it is that I like and then you start I went through a stage where I had to just I had to just slow it down on judging people because I went through a stage yeah. where I was judging people people who were close to me who were parents I was like they did that wrong they did that wrong I'd never yeah. do that and I was judging them on their negatives not their positives not the positives yeah, and I was judging them on like how bad they were at <laughs> being a parent like yeah. that's yeah. so bad how dare they and then one thing I noticed was every, every single parent will say, we did the best that we could and that's, with dude, what that's we had. That's just what I was going to say, man. Um, like, I think this was like maybe a couple of months back now. I, like I told you, I did that course, right? Mm. And um, they did this thing. They pulled um, everybody. They go, who's um, 25 years and younger? 
Jump on, jump on stage. stage. Mm. Fuck, fuck okay, okay, I'm in the, I'm gonna jump on stage. And um, they go look around. So, you know, I turn around, I look at all these people on stage. I'm like, these guys look young as shit. I'm like, why do I look so old? Uh, oh, yeah, it's the beard. All right, okay, fair enough. Okay. Yeah. But I looked at everybody and they were just young, bro. Mm. Young. And then the, the speaker, they turn around and they go, this is the age your parents had you. Mm. How do you expect them to know everything? Uh-huh. And it clicked, man. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck. If I had a kid right now, I don't know what I would do. Yeah. I don't want to bring uh, a life into this world that I can't even live in. Mm. I um, like I get it. Like you know, you think like you know, your parents—they did the best. Mm. And you, you, that's when I kind of got like a newfound respect. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, they were young. They did their damn best. Yeah. That they could do. Hundred percent. And um, yeah, man. People, a lot of people don't see it. A lot of people. For, for the longest time, I didn't see it. And, and you, tr- you, yeah, that's the thing. And if you want to be a good parent, you have to fix yourself. You have to start with yourself. And my entire, the last two years, the last yeah. 14 months, has been about working on me. Good. Because if you're not good, your household's mm. not good, man. Yeah. And you cannot be the best possible parent you if you're not the best possible version of yourself. And also, yeah. you cannot... This is what I preach on the podcast all the time. If you... A lot of the stuff that I do here, especially on the solo podcast, is in the value of changing you yeah. so that when you create, you're doing the best possible version of yeah. something that you can do. Yeah. If your voice is tainted and negative and, and it's just not, you know, the best version of you, you're not yeah. making the best quality work you no, can make. No, you're not. And, and you'll be stuck. And, and that's when people go, well, why me? Why, me? why, why is no one following me? Why does yeah. nobody care yeah. about what I'm doing? Why is... And you just get caught in this loop of just negativity. Yeah. And, and people live in it their entire lives. I see people who are parents who just don't work on themselves, yeah. who just don't let go of resentments. They don't they, they hang on to it, man. And like couples, for instance, even couples therapy, yep. something you don't think about when you're younger, but once you're in a committed relationship, especially when you have kids, yep. you should be doing that on that's the a, regular. Like yeah. you go to the doctor to get a checkup, you go to your fucking psychologist to get a checkup too. Get a, get a mental checkup. Yeah. Everybody can use it, man everybody's dealing with some sort of like emotional like trauma or like um mental kind of like you know just just struggles yeah. mental struggles man everybody's got it. one thing you got to come to terms with as a parent as well you got to if the earlier you accept it the better off you're going to be you're going to fuck your kids up somehow yeah for it's sure. just for, how for bad it is yeah for sure man so the more you try not to fuck them up you got to fuck them up more mm-hmm yeah. And the unfortunate thing is some of the most interesting people I know didn't have the best of childhoods or the best <laughs> of raisings or, yeah. or their parents just were young or whatever it may yeah. be. Like they just, yeah. they just struggled and they're the most interesting people because they've been through the most interesting, weirdest, most fucked up shit in their childhood. I, mean, I like to think it builds character. <laughs> <laughs> it builds character, man. I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to fucking beat my my daughter up or anything no, but, no, but builds character I also don't want her to grow up yeah exactly I want to grow up with I want her to grow up with consequences she's got to yeah, understand dude, yeah. consequence and I'm, I'm not that kind of parent I just I hate when I see parents with babies 
when yeah. the dummy falls on the ground, they get the fucking detail out. And I'm like, stop. I let, I let my baby just pick something up off the fucking ground. Just, just if the food eat. falls on the ground, eat it. The dog can one. eat it. Yeah, exactly. You pick yeah. that shit up off the ground. You eat it. Okay, I've done it. The yeah, only no, thing no, I don't let her eat is shoes because who knows where the fuck that's been. Yeah, but. maybe not shoes. <laughs> but maybe most things, shoes. she'll just chew on it. doesn't matter. Like, if it's whatever is just lying around, it's fine. Like, as long as it doesn't it. choke her. Yeah, that's the only thing, man. Like, just like stuff like that. If you're going to get choked on it, it's good like, for the immune let's system. Just yeah. There, but, like, just, man, people are overly sensitive, like, with, um, germs and stuff like that. Ah, oh, people Like, are. fuck. You know, man, I've got so many stories. I'm like, <laughs> so, my dad, he'd always be like, oh, you know, he, he was like, you know, thick as shit. Like, you know, we were just rough. Mm. And, um, something, something happened. Like, piece of food fell on. He goes, oh, back where we're from. Used to eat, you know, the food would have flies on it and we'd eat it. I'm like, fuck it. Hey, That's just rotten. I'm like, dad, we're in fucking Australia. We don't need to do that. We don't need to do that anymore. Yeah, that's, that's interesting because I was talking to Jen about this the other day and there's this concept of like, you have to be, like, you have to evolve with your life and the way you evolve is that maybe when you're a kid, like for you, for instance, your dad yeah. was rough yeah. or even for your dad where he grew up, he yeah. had to eat shit with flies on it. Yeah. But he came to Australia and he needed to accept that he didn't need to be that person anymore. Yeah. That, but he, he, he held he on to that person. He held on to and it. people do that. They hold on. Like that's when on. you get baby boomers who are like, well, we bought a house for And it all scales and we bought a house for this and that and the other. Whereas there's some other people who go, well, we bought a house. We bought a land for 150K and we now have a house worth 1.5 million yeah. in wherever it may be in the middle of Sydney somewhere. Yeah. But the problem is, we, but those people are well aware of the fact that Yes, everyone, you always get this like people, the salaries go up and the house yeah. price goes up, but the housing price goes up by 20% and the salary goes yeah. up by 2%. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's not okay. It's not okay. And it's, it's not, not okay. And it's not, that's why people are moving to Wollongong and Newcastle and, yep. and, and just moving up north and down south because it's just not viable anymore. This, no. this is just, it's and unfortunately, we're all going to have to split up. Eventually, we're all yeah. going to have families and we're going to move away from each other. And yeah. we're not going to be as close as we were when we were at the rate At the rate it's going, yeah. unless it takes a downfall. Unless it just it changes. Yeah, there's a market crash. <laughs> market, let's hope for that market crash, man. There's always a market crash coming. Yeah, as trying as to buy a house, man. Yeah. Um, there's a few more questions. We'll, all right, we'll let's hit the questions. Out. Um, so the other one was, how do you approach composition? Composition, okay. Um, I would start with the beat. For me, man, I start with the beat. Like the drums? Just the, the drums and just like a simple melody. And if it's not infectious, mm. I don't want it. Okay. Like if, I'm not, if I'm not grooving to it from the beat, without lyrics, without melody, just, just basic piano and a drum beat. If I'm not feeling that, mm. then I don't want it. That's where I will start. Right, and you'll just scrap it. I'll scrap it. Oh, wow. So I'll, I will start with that. And then from that, mm. I just make a loop. I make a loop of just that. The same keys, the same drum pattern, mm-hmm. and then I build. I build onto that. And so do you write to that, that fundamental beat? and then I write, you... to the, I write to the fundamental beat. Mm. And I just build production on top of that. It's more synths, just more layer drums, mm. layers. And then I'm going to just spread that across the whole session. Okay. And then chop bits out. 
And then you'll just start arranging. And then I start arranging yeah, yeah. my my uh, my session, and then I'm like, "Ooh, that's very you know, that's barren." I like I want some vocals in there, yeah. and then I'll start picking and like kind of shifting away certain things, so it leaves room for the vocals to sit in there. Okay. And then um and then write write you know lyrics and melodies to it. Mm. Man, composition um in terms of just like the the instruments and all that. That's fine, and that's cool. But the fun part's the um, doing the vocals on the top. Yeah. I'm no singer, man. But auto tune's beautiful. Okay, auto tune's beautiful. Yeah. So who knows what my neighbors think I'm doing? But I'll be in there screaming like an absolute fucking idiot. maniac. Yeah. Screaming, that probably sounds so shit. But hey, coming through the studio monitors, I sound dope. Yeah. You know, I, I, I sound like um, fucking Juice WRLD, man. <laughs> you know, I sound good, man. Do you, do you record with, with headphones on or do you record? Yeah, yeah, with headphones on, man. And um, just I'll come up with my melodies like that. And then I will just chop and then skew and twist all my vocals around until okay. I have a pattern that I'm happy with. And then I'll just pass it on to someone yeah. a little bit more qualified. Mm. And I'll say, hey, look, just do what I did, but better. Okay? Okay. And that's that's how I've kind of tackled composition and songwriting. So you don't mix your own music? So I will mix to a degree. So the way I would look at it is um, I'm definitely no mix engineer. I think that's a skill. That's an art form. Yeah. And you need to have an ear for that. Mm. Anyone anyone can, like, you know, pan some shit left and right, level out some tracks and say, hey, look, I mixed the track. Yeah, you did. But did you mix it well? That's the question. Yeah. So I will mix creatively, mm-hmm. which is like, there's specific reverbs or delays or um, automation that I know that I specifically want in the track. Right, yeah, yeah. Which um, I will then kind of push through to the stems. I will keep that with the stems. Everything else I will pass on to a mix engineer who knows exactly what he's doing with it. Yeah. That's not my... That's not my hand um, on to a prof- professional. Yeah, I'd hand it on to someone a little bit more professional. With yeah, it. yeah. It's kind of like how um, a lot of... Uh, I don't do it. I, I actually prefer to colour my own stuff but there's, there's a yep. few people I know who will just ink pencil and ink and then yep. hand it on to a colourer really yeah, that's, that's essentially I even, see I don't even know that people do that yeah 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 you think a lot of people like a lot of us do colour our own stuff like yeah. I specifically went out of my way and it, it, it brought me back for about a year it took me a step back for about a year because yeah. I had to learn how to draw not only on a tablet but also essentially learn colour theory from, from the get-go. So I used yeah. to just watercolour and I didn't really know very much. I just made it look cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, colour theory, that's why I think this year my stuff's gotten a little bit more advanced because I it's really man. started to pick up on colour theory and really started to study real life. Like I can't help anymore by... Like I'll just be at a cafe having a conversation with Jen and someone will be over there and the light will be striking them and I'll, yeah. I'll actually be like making a mental note of where where How the shadows are, where the shade is, what colour shade is coming on their face, yeah. like what's got, under their eye, maybe it's a little darker under their eye and it's yeah. lighter on the forehead. Yeah, little mental notes maybe they're wearing a little... hat, like what does a hat look like when the, the yeah, light is Yeah, a little shadow. And there's so many different ways the light can hit that you just try to pick up as many fundamental things and then eventually you can just draw something and it gets to a point where the more you learn it's like you know you know how to sketch that out yeah exactly and And you you got it in your head and you start from like when when i started drawing i didn't really think about the shadows and that i just wanted to make it look cool but now from from the initial sketch i'm already thinking about the light source 
So you're already, and yeah, initially, you're already I'm already thinking about where the light's coming from. And then once I'm inking, that's yeah. affected it. And then the inking will actually base the colors for it. Whereas yeah. some people just like to ink and they prefer to hand it on to someone who, because they just know they're not, it's just a, it's knowing your weaknesses, knowing yeah, your strengths. Yeah, it's knowing your weaknesses. And, like, I, don't, I, I, don't have a, I don't know how to print shit well. So yeah. I, I buy a, I order a printer, yeah. like it's the same yeah. thing, yeah. yeah. Mixing it. and mastering is the same. Mixing and mastering is the same. When I was younger, someone told me never mix your own music because you spend so much time with it. You get attached. You get attached to it. And um, yeah, it's different because like I will mix a song. For example, the song we, we just released, um, I did a mix on it initially. Mm. And then I did my own mastering on it. Mm. And um, you know, I listened to it and, you know, like Mira, Mira listened to it as well. Mm. And we both sat there, we're like, man, this is the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> this, is, this is fucking amazing. Yeah. And um, then we, we, got it, we got it mixed and mastered. Mm. And then we listened back to my version. And we're like, what the fuck, fuck was that? <laughs> what the fuck were we thinking? Yeah. Well, it sounds like a tin can. Yeah. So it's different, man. And, and um, it's definitely like an attachment thing. It's your baby at the end of the day. You work so hard on it. Yeah. You, get, you get um. You you romanticize the idea of um, being able to do it all, and again coming down to knowing your weaknesses. Yeah, fucking mad weakness. I can't mix. Yeah, <laughs> I can't mix, man. So yeah, it's um it's definitely something I would palm off to someone a little bit more skilled than I. And there's a lot of people who um they just avoid collaboration because they want to just achieve it all on their own and yeah. and they want to be able to say I did all of this. Nah. But collaboration is the key to That's the key, man. That's, man. The key to, that's the key to everything. Everybody's different, man. Everybody's got different ideas. You can't do everything on your oh, own. You can't. That's the, again, back to the internet. It's the great thing about the internet is that you can formulate an entire forum by just making a Facebook group. Yep. Like you just build a forum and a platform for you to speak to collective people and say, what do you guys think of this? Where do you think I should... That's it. Like I can send to friends in Melbourne, Sydney, wherever the fuck. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? What What do you think I should do? What am I doing wrong here? It's happened a couple of times where I've just been like, why does this face look so wrong? Why ca- I can't figure out. I've been sitting with it for the last hour. I can't figure out what I've done wrong with this face. And, and immediately they'll just go, it's yeah. this. The eyes are in the wrong spot. The f- nose, you just start it again. And you start it again. You go, <laughs> Shit started again. Fuck yeah. That's yeah. what was wrong. And then yeah. where's the, or where's your reference? Oh, I didn't use a reference. Well, go and find a reference then. Go and find a reference. You get that yeah. kind of shit. And it's the yeah. same for, you've got to, uh, another thing I preach on here. You've got to share your work. Yeah. Yeah. So I spoke about this last week on the podcast. You've got to share, or the week before, you've got to share your work because you, if, if you live in a bubble creatively, you'll never know what's working and what's not. Yeah. And yeah. especially when you think you've done a good job, and you, but then you start to second guess it because you spent so much time with it, and then someone with fresh ears or fresh eyes sees it and goes, "No, you wow. don't need to change a thing." Yes. That's when you go, "Okay, I'm doing, I'm on the right track." Yeah, dude, and that's a big problem with producing as well. Yeah, because it's over and over. It's like drawing. I can only imagine how long it takes to do this stuff. Mm. And with the production um, and the music, it takes so long. Mm. You could be on the same track for half a year. Well, that's can, that's, and by the time you go to release it, you changed gold into shit. Yeah, because you become bored with the idea. Yeah, and you went over. And you and change over it. And over. You go over, and you just like you can ruin it. Yeah. So it's like it's it's a balance of finding like when like how much is like enough, how much is like how far do you pull? It, you know? 
Well, that's that's actually something I, that's I've got an episode that I'm working on about that, which is the drafting process. Yeah. So something that's collective over and that's that's repetitive keeps seems to repeat itself throughout um, creativity is the drafting process. The drafting and it's it's the layering. So everything you do, music, drawing, writing, in some way you just layer and layer and layer and layer until you get your final product. And writers will always say, the first draft, just fucking write anything. Yeah, just just start. Yeah. Just start. It doesn't matter where you start. And keep going. Turn up every single day and write, create, draw, whatever it is you do, act, rehearse. Just keep yep. going, and then event, and then just keep working it. Just keep work because people you're, you're, expect you're, to do the final product in one hour, no, in a day. And no, it's you like, can't. To me, the best thing that I ever realized is you can come back to something. You yeah. don't have to finish it on the spot. Don't have to finish. You can it, come man. back to it tomorrow, and when you come back to it tomorrow after sleeping on it with fresh eyes mm. or yep. ears, poor changes diff- everything. It's different, man. <laughs> yeah, and um. Yeah, you got to refine your craft. Man. Oh, 100%. You just you got to keep you got to keep doing it. Keep doing the same thing day in and day out yeah. because yeah, it is one thing. Yeah, you're going to you're going to get better at it naturally. 100%. You do something 100 times, the 100th time you're going to be better at it than you did it the first time, yeah. right? Um, but it's also like especially like with the music and stuff, you don't know who's seeing it. You don't know yeah. even with art, you don't know whose eyes are on that first piece compared to the 100th piece. Mm. And it just takes one. Yeah. Just takes one door to to um, just crack open, yeah. and then fuck, bro, you're in a maze. Hey, but it's not even just that. Like at the end of the day, I, I, I do a lot of creative philosophy here. And at the end of the day, why do you create things if not to share them? <laughs> what's the point in What's the point in writing a song, or if not to invoke to to share how you're feeling, to share how you to share what you see, to share your voice, to share something that you. You just want the world to hear or to yeah. see, or because it's a part of you yeah. that you just gotta you gotta you gotta express it. And the secret yeah. source that everybody has, everybody possesses, is their own individual voice. Yeah, everybody has their own individual voice, yeah. and they don't even realize it. But you yeah. can only come to that voice by working on yourself and figuring out who you are as a creator. Who you are, what you what you want to do, what you what is your purpose, yeah. what is your meaning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody's got their own meaning. What is your meaning? Yeah. And what is it that you create that makes it so individual? Yeah. Why are you different? Yeah. What sets you apart? People, you know, there's people always like, oh, I'm so worried about copying this person and that person. I'm part this person. Yeah, you're going cool. to be. You're going to be a culmination of that which inspired you. Because nothing's original. No. No, there's, no fucking, there's nothing. There's no. No, original is like fuck the word original is not original. Yeah. Eh? There's nothing original. Everything's an adaptation. Everything's a remix. Yeah. Everything is a fucking. Um, it's inspired by. It's you know, homage, like, it's, man, yeah. nothing is fucking like yeah. original. Let go of that. That doesn't mean it's not. Um, it's not personal. Uh, it doesn't mean it's not unique. Mm. But um, there's no such thing as original. Everything's yeah. But that's it's the all thing, bro. JJ Abrams makes a Star Wars. It's not original because George Lucas created Star Wars. Yeah. But it's his Star Wars and it's fucking phenomenal. There you go. Across the board. It's fucking good. And it's, it's the most expensive fan movie that's ever been made. But it's beautiful and it's good yeah. and it doesn't yeah. exist without George Lucas. Without the, what exists. And there's a million other things. I'm sure, like the Beatles, the Rolling Stones don't exist without fucking Muddy Waters yeah, and blues yeah. music. Yeah. The Rolling Stones created rock and roll 
arguably, along with the Beatles, but they don't exist without blues music. If rhythm and blues and blues doesn't exist, then if that wasn't around, yeah, it's hip hop doesn't exist without jazz. Like it's it's all yeah. the same shit, and and jazz doesn't exist without whatever the fuck came before it. I don't know what came before jazz. <laughs> Elvis, I don't know what came before jazz. Whatever or the suffering of of the people, and that's why You're they fucking, started writing jazz. Yeah, and, yeah, a bit of jazz. Yeah, man. Oh, it's something God, about jazz. It's like a, it's like a fine wine, dude. You've got to, yeah. You got to really. You can't just put jazz in the background. You got to really appreciate yeah, you gotta, it. You got to appreciate. There's some skill to jazz. Yeah, 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 man. Hell, oh, hell yeah. There's, look, there's skill in all of it. Yeah. That skill's a little harder. Yeah. <laughs> like that was a little harder to make it sound so good and oh, improvise man. it and still make it, but it still sounds like it's. All over it's, the place, and it's all over the place, and the, what, what do they call it? Like, was it like this scat? Yeah, or something like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, man, uh. like, <laughs> amazing, man. Oh, it's just phenomenal. Like, it makes me wish I got my ass kicked a little bit more in high school to play more instruments. Oh, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like a sax. <laughs> Should have done sax, man. <laughs> Life would be so much more different. <laughs> Kenny Loggins. Oh, yeah. Playing the oh, sack. <laughs> Lisa sack. Simpson style. Lisa Simpson. Oh, dude. Hear you down the valley. See how is that it again? <laughs> oh, fuck. There he goes. Uh, yeah. What yeah, happened tonight? Just call you up, bro. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Just, you know, just playing some sax, man. <laughs> I think I didn't go to was any type of like wind like um instruments because like, dude, like every morning my dad would wake up. I think it was like five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And he'd fucking pump the harmonica. Hey. Oh, really? Dude, harmonica every morning, man. Dude, I would, that's one instrument I wish I learned how to play, harmonica. Oh, God. It's anything, like, that it's like shit's like legit. That's it, is, it is a beautiful thing if you can play it. When we play the same song for like three years straight, yeah. every day, five o'clock in the morning, yeah. trust me, it's like nails on the floor. <laughs> but, yeah, man, it gives you a new type of appreciation yeah. for all different types of shit. Only the, re- only the real artist can play harmonica, yeah. Oh, God, man. That's, it's like people who can play the accordion, though. Like the bagpipe oh, sounds wicked in an ACDC song. When you hear it on its own or you hear multiple bagpipes. That's like, Remember one night I heard multiple bagpipes in a hall oh, echoing. Oh, I fucking hurt my head. Dude. And this one kid came outside. This was back when Pokemon was popular. Oh, so we were out Go-Go. playing Pokemon. Yeah, okay. And, um, and these, there was just like this group in this hall wherever we were. Yep. Playing, playing fucking bagpipes, rehearsing. This one kid came out just to rehearse, and it was fucking treacherous. Like it was horrific. The sound. And I was like, that. If if I heard that every night, that would ruin me for bagpipes. <laughs> you would ruin my vibes, man. I love the sound of bagpipes in like a score when it's put in the right place. When it's put in the right in place, Irish it's music. Play, it's, it's, yes, it's played right. Yeah. Like what's that AC? A long way to the top when uh, in that ACDC song where it's just played at the end. And it's like, perfect. It's man, beautiful, man. We should learn how to play our bagpipes. <laughs> fuck, that's, that'd be hard to learn. Look, accordion's one thing. Right? Yeah, that that's hard. Yeah. Bagpipes, I feel like that's even fucking hard. I got Scottish in me though. <laughs> really? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Shit, maybe I. Fuck Jordan. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. I gotta try. I might be real. Train your dragon thing. So. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, man. I might be damn good at bagpipes, yeah, man. You might be. Might be. Got to change up what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> that might be it. Try something different, man. <laughs> Fucking bagpipes. Shit. Oh man. All right. So the last question I had, and then we'll get into the fan questions yep. and we'll 
Hit me. Finish up. The last question I had was, what's your creative philosophy? My creative philosophy? Mm. Um, honestly, man, just um, keep doing you. Like, <laughs> just make music that, that works for you. Like, make art that works for you. Okay. Write songs that work for you. That you um, enjoy. Yeah, fuck the world. Yeah. Who gives a shit what other people think, mm. man? Like, if I have a good time making my songs, yeah. and um, if I put it out and a million people like it, or a million people hate it, man, it fucking it really doesn't matter. Yeah. I had a good time doing it. Yeah. I could die tomorrow doing everything that I've ever wanted to do. Yeah. And, um... My, like the music and even like partially the art is like a way of me expressing myself so if I'm not if I'm doing and that that's it's also the change that happened with me this year it's making stuff that I like I'm not making stuff for anybody else anymore this is the from now on it's all for me and that's my creative philosophy man you want to be creative do it, do it for you make shit that you like yeah Vibe with your own shit. Yeah. Get high on your own supply. <laughs> That's fucking it, bro. Like, yeah. fucking vibe with your own shit. Uh. And trust me, man. You fuck. You might not hit it big. You might, uh. but you're gonna be good with yourself. You're, you're true to yourself. Mm. No one wants to be a sellout. Yeah. No one wants to be doing shit it's, that I like. It's funny because I feel the same way about my Like, that's exactly what's happened to me this year as well. Because yep. I'm just making something that that I enjoy. Like, that's if it. you don't enjoy it, why are you fucking making it? The fuck, man, yeah. that's it. Make it for, for you as the first audience member and then for anyone else, who your friends who enjoy what you do. Yep. And then the audience will come. The audience will come, bro. I mean, you got to go looking for them a little bit, but... <laughs> you got I me, mean, look, you got to look for them a little Marketing bit. Marketing-wise, but... Do your research, right? But um, at the end of the day, find shit that you like. Because, yeah. man, you put on this earth and you got... Look, you're not here to please anybody. No. Not really, and you're not, you're not, you don't owe anybody shit, and no one owes you shit. Yeah. So just live for yourself, man. Yeah. Make your own shit work for you, and like in saying that, don't be a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> be nice. Um, be humble. Yeah. And good shit comes your way, man. Yeah. Good shit comes your way. Yeah. That's the thing, and just give like. There's something to be said about just giving over, letting go of a bit of control creatively being willing to collaborate with people being willing to take on feedback and criticism when you're not doing things but also choose an audience and make yourself part of that audience and you will enjoy everything you make just engage with your community man. dude i was working on a flyer for a plumber today that shit's like that sounds boring but i had so much fun doing it because actually that sounds good man i got to be creative i got to i was told Make a flyer that doesn't look like the competition. And I was like, well, hmm. the flyer that the competition's getting is basic bitch, boring plumber shit. Yeah. So I want to make this like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pivot and what I'm going to do is going to make this flyer look like a festival poster. Nice. Because that's what's trendy. That's what's trendy. And trendy. I'm going to look that's into what's shit. trendy and that's what's trendy. And so it was so interesting to me because I was essentially making a festival flyer. <laughs> yeah, fucking plumber. But that's sick, yeah. man. And that, that's design, just man. Just thinking outside of the box. You, you come out of it from a different angle. Yeah. That's, that's nice, man. I like and that, that. And that's your bread and butter and that's where you're going to... And when you do things like that, when you think outside of the box, that's what we're supposed to do as creatives. And you, yeah. You're going to get that the work will come to you. Yeah, the people come will come to you, to you because you you look outside of the box and you think you're outside do, the box. You're doing it different. Yeah. 
and you're not you're not held back by the constraints of everybody yeah. and what everybody else is doing and um like you, you like you said man you made a pivot yeah you did something that you pivot. liked yeah and that, that vibed with you yeah. so there you go man and if it looks That's good shit. like and, and at the end of the day, when you have clients, they're not all going to like what, everything you like that you no, make. No, You're no, not no. going to like everything you make, but you still put it there because sometimes people are going to like a design that you didn't really yeah. like. Yeah. But who gives a shit? <laughs> That's, that makes your job easier. That makes it you easier. You just fix what the... And they, if they want to take the shitty design, then just give them the shitty hey, design. Hey, man, do what you got to do. Yeah, take the pay, if they're willing to pay the money for it, and they're willing to pay... Yeah. Like yep. if you made a shit beat or you made, you made a beat that you weren't really super vibing with but you fixed it for someone who liked it, yeah. it found its audience regardless. That's so, it, man. That's happened a couple <laughs> times, man. That's happened You've done a couple that? times. Yeah, <laughs> I won't be vibing with it but um, other people will dig it and I'll be like, okay, cool, let's, let's polish it up yeah. and then you can um, you know, take it on its way. Yeah. Do you, you don't sample much, do you? Um, no, man. No. I think I tried. <laughs> I think, I, I, think I, I tried around the time I need you, <laughs> and um, yeah, I was really bad at it. <laughs> it was really you bad. Gotta at have, it, you got to have. You got to train your ear for it. Yeah, you need to. You need to be able to pick the right samples, I guess. Yeah, yeah sampling from like old songs, I definitely won't do that. But as far as like sampling like vocals yeah. from like an artist or like a singer, yeah. like one that I'll be working with, and then using that as an instrument. Yeah. Oh man, that's my bread and butter. Oh yeah. Okay. That is my bread. So and you butter. take people's vocals and play. And yeah, you've got that style and that that yeah. you know. There's a lot of pitch stuff. That. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's your signature, man. That's your. That's that's it. Yeah. And that's the signature. Yeah, and that's that's so. the thing that that's the thing. And again, that's what a lot of people don't realize. You just do shit like that, and you go, "That's fucking." You just try it. You, you don't you don't go looking for it. Just one day it comes to you. Yeah, man. And then you find you like it so much that you put it in everything, and then people go, "Oh, well, that's your style. That's your and style. You go, that's your signature. That's your thing." Oh, I suppose it is. Like, yeah, that's it. I didn't do that intentionally, but I suppose it. Yeah, the yeah something I just put in there because I liked it became my style. So. And that's and that's the thing, man. Like, especially with like all the pitched vocals and um, the sampling like that. Mm. I loved it from the get go. I loved it. Oh yeah. And I heard it like in one track. And man, I tried to do it in all the songs I made. Yeah. Even even like the early like hip hop kind of R and B type stuff I was making. All pitched vocals in that too. And now it's just kind of found a groove that it sits in. I'm just like, cool, and it's found okay. Its spot. Yeah. It's found its spot. Well, that's how things like disco and that found its fucking audience. <laughs> that's it, man. Certain things just find their audience. And like I was watching. Um, Patriot Act, Hassan Minaj's yeah. Patriot Act on Netflix. Have you seen that? Yeah, I don't know if I've seen the Patriot Act, but I've seen one of his other like um, stand-up. Things. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 stand-up, but it's like storytelling in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he really essentially damn good. does that with the Patriot Act, where he reports news, and every single episode's half-hour episode on something political or something like that. Anyway, he was talking about hip hop and how hip hop, which started in the Bronx, is essentially affecting. The entire world, like in Russia, believe it or not, in Russia, what's going on is Putin was like in Russia, Thailand. Um, Thailand, there was there's a dictator there who um, there was a song that came out that went viral that they tried to censor it to begin with, and they just couldn't censor it. It was impossible for them to censor it. So the, and it was against the dictatorship and it was people were just fighting it. There's Russians. Like Putin is, is pivoting into rap now because rap in Russia is becoming 
this this cultural movement. Uh, they tried to censor people in Spain. In Spain, they're trying to censor people, um, anyone who speaks out about politics, homosexuals, anything that's not conservative. Um, they can be arrested for it. What? Yeah, they're being they're arresting people. There was eighty rappers in the last three years that were arrested for um, hip hop. So same in communist China, they put on rap, but it's they've got so many rules around it. There's no freedom of speech. There's no and there's these people in Spain going like we can't even rap about our daughters. And Ice T was saying fuck the police. Like Ice Cube was saying fuck the police. Like, yeah, yeah. and it's so interesting how this how this whole movement has just moved international. It's going to be every country's got a version of it. Australia's got a version of it. We've had a version yeah. for, for the last fifteen years. Yeah, we've, had it, we've had it for a while. Man. And it's just there's just so many styles and versions now that, yeah. and this thing is just it's apparently it's the most listen because of streaming. It's the most listened to genre in the world now. It's it? beaten rock and roll for the most listened yeah, I, to. I, look, I, I can see that. I think rock and roll, like um, that. Will, I feel like rock and roll was on its way out. It was yeah. on its way out, and then hip hop. And then we got Maroon Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fallout Boy. Yeah, Fallout Boy then, was good in the early years, and then that was it. Look, look, rock and roll changed, man. Rock and roll changed. When it like, I guess the I don't even know how you explain that, like, or how you define it as a punk. Is it, what is that? Like, well, what would rock you... and roll was essentially began with the Stones and the Beatles, and then it evolved. Well, it evolved from people like uh, Chuck Berry and that, and then it turned in then Elvis, and then the Beatles and the Stones. Like, so rock, there was rock and roll, and now then rock music became the Stones, and then it evolved into the Sex Pistols, like punk rock, yeah. Sex Pistols, and the Ramones, and then it evolved into I don't know Nirvana. Uh, then you've yeah. got grunge, and you, and it just started like <clears throat> this rock tree started to branch out. It did. It branched grunge. out hard. Then you got pop punk like Good Charlotte, and you got yes. your Fallout Boys, and your My Chemical and Romances. Like, yeah, dude. All and then you got mainstream like The Killers and um, Dude. I feel like Five it, and Yeah, but like even that, I feel like their performance is like it's all pop. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. It's all pop. That's the thing. Rock and roll has just gone so mainstream that it's unrecognizable. It's unrecognizable unless it's heavy metal, unless it's Metallica. Unless or yes, like that. unless it's like Metallica or something. But shit that's like that. only yeah. a branch off the rock tree. That's yeah. not a. You know, whereas rap, rap is yeah. rap or it's not. Well, here's the you thing. You're either rapping or you're singing. Well, here's it. the thing. I feel like fucking take for example, you got people <laughs> in the rap in the, in the rap and R and B hip hop genres yeah. who are singing. Right, and these guys, guys kill it. <laughs> yeah, like I'm talking like the best person I can compare to like a rock star, mm. like like rock and roll, but he's in the hip hop industry. Mm. Post Malone, bro. Yeah, he's doing rock. He's doing rock. Whoa, Lil Wayne was the first person to Lil, Lil Wayne. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're right. Put it into rap, yep. and now everything's just everything. Really, like you could even go back to Eminem. Eminem had. Um, Aerosmith samples in his early stuff. Yep. Like, yep. Uh, what's the song? Sing for the Moment. That's an Aerosmith sample. Yeah. And he's always had classic rock samples in his music. Yeah. But, you know, it's all about, and, and I think that's why hip hop survived because hip hop was built off everything else. And everything. anything could be sampled jazz, rock, R and B, blues, anything you could find, you would sam- they would sample. You could put it in and you yeah. s- and they still do that to this day. Yeah. Like yeah. that lucid that Juice World song is from a Sting song. 
from a nineties that film. Yeah, that's a sample. That dun, 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 dun. Oh, that's a sample. That's all it is. Like it's everybody's sampling shit. You don't even realize because they're mixing it so fucking well and so reusing it so well that no one and no one's t- no one's losing from sampling. No, no one because if someone samples your original piece from. The 60s, the 70s, the 80s, good. Good, good More shit. fucking, you get royalties from that song and the sample. And this one, yeah. yeah <laughs> and dude, you want that song to be a hit. And nine times out of ten, people are like, yeah, fucking take the sample. Because hip-hop is so popular now that it's like. Yeah. But the shocking thing is the first ever recorded hip-hop song was done with a live band. Really? Yeah, really? Funky 4 Plus 1. Um, it's the joint. <laughs> was done with a live band because everybody said you cannot sample other people's records and they did and the first thing they did it's like five six minutes long and it's just a live, a live band yeah it's a great song don't get me wrong but a live band and then from then on somehow they just figured out how to sample and now pop samples rock sample everybody samples. everything samples man <laughs> Nothing's original. <laughs> Nothing's original, man. There's no originality. Oh, dude. It's all the same. It's wild. <laughs> all right, let's get into these questions. Okay. So me. the first question is from, say, this is from It's Not Bryce. It's Not Bryce is a big fan of everyone that I follow, all yeah. the Australian guys. He's probably my biggest fan. He's got a new question every single week. Beautiful. He's a fucking legend. So his question was, uh, favorite film score. I think this is for both of us. Favorite yeah. film scores and individual music artists. <laughs> do, you, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Um, do you want to think? Do you need to think about it? Have you got nah. your on the top of your head? I got, I got, I got some oh, answers. Go. Okay. Anyway, like, favorite film score. Yeah. Fucking Inception, bro. Ah, uh, yeah. Man, the guys <laughs> who um, <laughs> scored that. Bro, it's 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 oh, so dramatic. Hans Zimmer, uh, yeah. Yeah, I hear that shit. Um, in your dreams? <laughs> so, bro, you're my dreams. Yeah, dude. Um, just the soundtrack to that, man. Whoever, well, I don't know who scored that. Dude, shit, that shit changed. That and The Dark Knight, which is both Hans Zimmerman, oh, yeah, changed okay. the landscape of film scores. Amazing. Changed it. It was fucking like that. Bam, bam, that changed dude. Like, Crazy. no one did that, like, just in your face. Nah, nah, no one did that, man. The only thing man. that was probably close was just horror music where it was just, like, <laughs> just Just suspense. Yeah, just, like, But this scared. was, like, this was um, intense. It was, um, it was, like, you, oh, man. The build. The suspension, the, 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 the pull and the push and pull of, like, yeah. the instruments. It was orchestrated so fucking well, man. And then Time, that song Time, that just Wait, builds. Wait, which song is that? That's the song. Let me get it up. Where's your? Have you got Spotify on your phone? Oh fuck! It's yeah, the actually. song that um, that plays at the end of the film. So it plays. Um, okay, it plays when he's coming out of. Time by way who? Uh, Hans Zimmer. That's like the. That's one of the main songs. On there. And that's just a beautiful piece of orchestration because it just builds and builds and builds and builds and just keeps going up and up and up and up and up. Yeah. And it's this, essentially the same thing being played over and over and over. It's just getting louder, more orchestrations being added. Yeah. yeah. And it's just slowly... I'm trying to play it. <laughs> Terrible internet out here. 
Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know that one? We're, we're, we're like, he sees his kids and it's like spinning yeah, the little yeah, arm. Yeah, yeah. Little it's just piece. that final. That's like the theme song for the whole film. Yeah, but that's, you know, that started, that orchestration started with The Dark Knight. Didn't so it? I remember, I remember watching something on The Dark Knight and Hans Zimmer was talking about how he gave uh, Christopher Nolan the Dark Knight soundtrack. And for the Joker, if you go back and watch Dark Knight, the Joker's just goes... And it just keeps getting louder and louder and and it doesn't stop. It's just like this scratchy like... And it just slowly built and built to dun, 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 dun. Like every time the Joker was on screen. It built, yeah. And he did that He did that to follow. He also did it with the orchestration when Batman's on the bike. Because the bike engine doesn't actually have gears. If you <laughs> Apparently they did this intentionally. So the, the orchestration does that, but so does the bike. The bike just goes... And it doesn't, it doesn't actually have a gear. It just keeps going up and up and up in sound. Up yeah. gears and there's no sound in the gear. It's this weird, like, and he did it with the music as well. And apparently it just it was just something they did to, like, build. I need to rewatch to build, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you I need to rewatch this. Rewatch yeah. this composition. Like, Holy shit. Yeah. And, and Hans Holy Zimmerman, shit. he's just one of the best. Yeah. Seriously one of the best Dude, that, out there, that man. soundtrack, like, when that came out, man. I used to like. Oh, it's cha- it just changed everything. I, like when that movie came out, like I was like actually having trouble sleeping. <laughs> I was like downloading apps, and it was like it would be like you know like Inception apps, uh, so you could like sleep oh. and lucid dream. Oh right, right, right. right and then yeah. I got like super into the soundtracks, man. I used to just sit there and, like just sleep and listen to them. Dude. <laughs> and um, yeah, look, man, definitely. Um, that's a dope, the Inception yeah. soundtrack. That was my favorite. As for an like a singular artist, um, although it's like a little left of field, I guess I guess the music that I'm doing, like probably Drake, man. Yeah. Um, because that's how I started writing music. I listened to a lot of Drake, and he was the first that I heard to kind of be vulnerable as like a singer, like rapper, songwriter, I guess. Um, who did it like very well too? Yeah. And yeah, so Drake for me was like the that was the start. Okay, what was the song or albums that was it? That initial oh. mixtape or was it like fireworks oh. or something? Uh, it was like one of his early mixtapes, man. What was it? Fuck, I can't remember the name of the thing, but it's a long song, man. It was just him talking about like. You know, he kind of, he didn't grow up like everybody else. He was just trying to, like, make it as, like, you know, doing what he did. And he would sneak into, like, his neighbor's house with his um with his girlfriend at the time. And, like, you know, they'd sneak into the pool and kind of swim. It was, just, it was just, like, it was just deep. And it was, like, it was well written. It's telling a story. It told a story, yeah. man. And I was just like, fuck. That's, like, that's what got me into early hip-hop was, like, so there was, like, Nas who on Empire State of Mind was, like, there's a line where he says, um, I just started shooting. Um, I couldn't see if there was kids who knows who how, because I was, I don't know the exact rhyme, but, be, you know, I was so high I couldn't tell. I just started shooting. Like, and just stories like that, like Ice, Ice Cube with like, fuck the police coming straight from the underground. 
They just want yeah. me because I'm brown. Like, just that kind of... There's just yeah. biggie, yeah. like... That yeah. juicy beat shouldn't work. But, like, fucking... Um, how does it start? How did it fucking... Oh, how does Juicy start? Uh, oh, just at the start when he says this album is for all the teachers who never... And, I, like, I'm not from the Bronx, but I fucking related to that. <laughs> Something to This is to all the teachers who said I'd be nothing, all the people yeah. on the block who said I was full of shit, whatever he says, yeah. and then he just goes straight into, like... Um, Oh, I can never remember the fucking line whenever I want it. But just the way he told a story, you, yeah. you just meet, you can't help but listen and, and, and see a movie in yeah. your head. Yeah. And that's the same they as... They paint a picture. It's the same as Drake. You just get this legit, like... They paint the picture. Yeah, yeah. Paint just picture. painting a picture with words. So that it's was beautiful, yeah, man. man. Like that, that's, that's what did it for me. They were, um, they were the big ones at the start. What about... No, okay, same question. You, man, so... Um, so I'm inclined to say the Star Wars soundtrack. I can't say exactly which because I know I love them all. Okay. Um, Star Wars isn't Star Wars without its soundtrack. John Williams. John Williams did Jaws. He did, like, I do love the Jaws theme song because all it is is it's two notes. Slowly speeding up, getting louder. That's all. That's genius. Absolutely genius. Just <laughs> da, 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 da. building yeah. suspense yeah. with two notes. Yeah. Two notes. And just adding instruments in there a little bit. No he did what. Jurassic Park. He did Indiana Jones. He did Jurassic Park as Almost well. everything Spielberg and George Lucas did throughout the eighties and nineties, he did everything. The wow. Superman theme song. Um, oh. he did and, and I'm also I really like Danny Elfman. One of my favorite songs is that original Batman theme. Um from the Michael Keaton films, the I love that fucking song. I love that song. Every time I hear that, I'm like, yes, put on that man. It just reminds you. It's like Superman. It just you visualize. As soon as you hear it, you visualize Star Wars. You know what it is. I was the credits, but. I I used to be able to sing every beat of the first six Star Wars films from start to. I watch them so much. I can just I know what's going to set in. I know what music's coming. I'm inclined, but I do love one of one of the things I've been listening to a lot lately. Is have you seen Endgame? No. So at the end, God, is there spoilers in this, man? I haven't seen no, it. No, no, I'm not going to spoil. But at the end, there's a song Shit, that plays. Yeah, you got to go and see it. Bro. I know, man. There's a song that plays, and it's just it's got the Avengers song, but it just it's epic to the end. And I keep playing it. Yeah. But yeah, I think anything that John Williams or Danny Elfman did, like Danny Elfman did, uh, you can tell it's Danny Elfman because. It's like Tim Burton stuff. Edward yeah. Scissorhands and it's Nightmare Before Christmas yeah. in a second. But I gotta say, we yeah, one of my favourite things is that Batman thing. And Star Wars, dude. Star Wars Batman. Just as soon as Star Wars goes bam ba da 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 you know you're just like, oh <laughs> this it just makes me feel like a kid again every single time. I just feel like a child again and I just that crawl starts That's... and I'm like oh, I've seen this a billion times, but it's just this is my this, safe place. This, this is, my, is happy my place. Safe place. <laughs> this music, and I've had the yeah. I've had the Force Awakens soundtrack CD in my car 
since the movie came out and I haven't and it's played must have just just from me turning the car on it must have played over all the way through the CD without me actually listening to it God knows how many times <laughs> just played just played man just played yeah dude um, so we have some um, I actually spoke to the Lost Boys this afternoon and they have asked some okay. questions as well um, the first one is from Will uh, Will Lehman um, he said, I'm always curious about people's motivation. What keeps them going, the love for it, or the money? Okay. As um, examples. Yeah, okay. So, the motivation to keep doing what I keep doing, man. Honestly, it's like I, I like doing it. Mm. It's an escape. Mm. Um, there's no alternative. Is it meditation for you? Like, is it mindfulness? Um, is it... Yeah, to a degree, I say to a degree, like the writing stuff. Don't get me wrong. Like, there's points in it where I'm just like, I want to neck myself. Right? <laughs> oh, there are right? yeah. <laughs> But it, it is um, a meditation in a way mm. because if I was not, if I had the free time, mm. I'd still be doing it. If I wasn't getting paid to do it, I'd still be doing it. That's it. I'd still be doing it, man. Like, fuck, you want me to go home? If someone said, look, you're on vacation for a week, go do whatever the fuck you yeah. want. You'll make music. I, I'd be doing the exact same thing, just in a pool. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. With some like drinks. That's it. That's the difference. Yeah, with in the sun. <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. sun. Like it's just a change of scenery. But I would be doing the same thing. I actually love doing. Yeah. it. I like it. The, the money's cool too. <laughs> of that's course the, it is. Yeah. The, look, that's a fucking plus. Okay, but it's the love yeah. of it. Man. And there's so much to be said about it. just creating for a living. Just creating. I man. was I was designing this afternoon, and I couldn't have been happier. I spent four yeah. hours just sitting there, and I like and I didn't eat. I was like, yeah. I, I don't have time. I was like, I just want to get this done. I just need to get I this done. To get to, I just want to achieve. Some, I just want to create. I don't yeah. want to eat anything. I don't have time to cook anything. I'm not like yeah. you're probably like me. You're not a cook because nah. when you got spare time, you just fucking draw. You're just doing whatever. You're, just, you're just doing whatever you need to do, man. Yeah. And when you're in that studio, are you just like you just lost man, to it? I'm lost, and I don't. You lose track of time. Yeah. You lose track of it. Yeah. yeah, man. There's definitely days I'll be like in there doing shit, and yeah. the whole day goes past. I'm like, well, I haven't eaten. <laughs> okay, I should probably yeah. eat. <laughs> and you got to pull yourself out of yeah. it. But um, it's good because you lose you lose everything else. Mm. Yeah, it's a it's a sense of meditation, dude. Yeah. yeah, and something I've been saying a lot lately on the podcast is turn up. Yeah, turn yeah. up every just single just day. Just walk up. Just do it. Have a mo- and and there's simple things like get out of bed. I don't care if you're working in your own house. In your yep. basement, in a studio around the corner, yep. get out of bed, have a shower, put clothes on as if you're going to work, yep. just turn up. Just that simple. Up. Turn up and start every time. Have a to do list and start every single day. You will be surprised yep. how productive you are. You'll be surprised how many hours go by without you even realizing when you've got a list of shit you need to do and you just yep. get it done. It's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people don't do it though, man. Like, um, yeah, like I know definitely before I, I wasn't doing yeah. it. I would, I would still like kind of grind and hustle, but I would, there would, there'd be a lot of missed opportunity where I would spend like time watching Netflix. You know, like don't get me wrong, I still watch Netflix. Okay, <laughs> but I do it whilst I'm doing work. I do the same. Just a bit of background noise. That's it. Yeah. Bit of um. Yeah, just a bit of background noise, just a bit of love on the background so I can, you know, enjoy my time both ways. You can be productive. I have watched like a, so many Netflix shows or listened to countless podcasts 
yeah. while drawing. Yeah. yeah. Billions. <laughs> and I, I, but even that, it inspires things as well. Yeah. Like, whilst you, like, dude, like, I got, like, Netflix, like, muted and I'll just watch a show. Yeah. Whilst I sit here and just make Right, music. with just subtitles on or something, yeah. No subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking watch it. And it's just nice having that, like, just the change. Just something there, yeah. Because something might pop up and I'll be here, like, writing a song, right? Yeah. And, like, I don't know. For example, I don't watch Game of Thrones. But if I watch Game of Thrones, they got the whole dragons and shit like yeah. that. It just takes us a second of seeing something like that. And I'm like, ooh. That's a line. I can, right. I can put so that into a line. Inspiration. And I use it as inspiration. Okay. Yeah, that's like, um, I mean, it's a little bit different for a drawer because there's no sound to it. So, yeah. I, yeah. And I am just, I'm so ADHD, I have to have something on in the background. Yeah. I can't yeah. sleep without music or, or, a, or the sound of a fan. I like the noise. Yeah. I can sleep in noise like, mm. oh, man, like a baby. <laughs> when it's quiet. Yeah. That, that bugs me. me. Yeah. That bugs me. I think that's because we're, we're that's just the creative brain. The quiet yeah. scares us. Well, it doesn't yeah. scare us, but the quiet means... It's uncomfortable. The quiet means there's no movement. It's stopped. Yeah. And look, don't, like don't get me wrong, I love meditation, but that to me is not quiet. That to me is focus. Focus. It's different. Yeah. When it's dead quiet yeah. and I can hear my cats breathe, yeah. that's not okay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's I not okay. I completely agree with that. Um, all right, we'll have a look at the next question. Um, <laughs> Jackson says, can he freestyle rap? Can I freestyle rap? You know who can, EJ. <laughs> EJ can freestyle rap. Um, yeah, no, I probably can't. Hey, I could give it a shot, but I'm not very good all at it. All right, we might, we might put a beat on at the end and we'll see how Yeah, man, we'll give it a shot. Um, Rui, so Rui has a podcast called The Mumble Boys, right? Oh, okay. Um, and there is an ongoing joke on that on that um, show. They have a and a every week on their yep. Instagram and every single yep. week the same question they got even though Endgame is already out is what are your Endgame theories? It's been going on for <laughs> since the beginning of the podcast since the first Endgame trailer and he said Endgame theories. Fuck. <laughs> okay, you know what? This is probably good because I haven't seen it's it. Theorized, bro. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I don't know what's going on really with fucking Endgame, but my thing is, um, I for sure think I've seen some I've seen some photos. Okay, mm. I think um, Captain Marvel's a lesbian okay. for sure. Yeah, like she's swung. I think they haven't. They didn't quite because they never quite. I think specified her. No, um, they didn't. No. no, not in the original at least. Yeah, yeah no. So I think they've leaned her towards being um, either bisexual or um, you know swinging for the other team. So yeah, so there's there is there is a character in Endgame who is gay, but it's a throwaway character, and it's the first yeah, okay. openly gay character yep. in yep. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So that directors have said openly gay because they're insinuating that someone. Is not openly is not gay. openly gay. So someone who's uh-huh. gay but not open. So whether that there's, there's been speculation, there's been speculation. Maybe it's Bucky. Like it might yeah, be the Winter true. Soldier. Wow. There's been speculation that it's Captain Marvel. I personally think it might be Shuri, the Black Panther's who's, sister. Oh, yeah, Have you seen no, Black seen Panther? Yeah, 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 yeah. It could be I her. think it might be Shuri, but I could yeah. be. It's definitely lo- It's definitely not Spider Man. So you don't fuck with classic nah. characters. So you don't make, but it might be someone in Spider-Man's class. 
I think it's going to be... Um, but I reckon it's either in... One the, of the ones that we've mentioned. It's either Captain Marvel. Yeah. It's in the Black Panther universe, maybe. It could be M'Baku. You know, the yeah. thick dude. In, oh, yeah, yeah the big like, dude. He could be gay. That would be, a, that would be a ballsy move for them. To that would be. Big yeah, dude, that would, but that would be dude. good. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would get behind that. That'd be ballsy ass. That'd like, be awesome. He's, but he said he has children, so... He says he has children Ooh. in the first film because he says to one of the characters, I'll... I'll, I'll um, feed you to my children and then he laughs he's like we are vegetarians <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I, I reckon um, I reckon Captain Marvel man okay. I'm, I'm stereotyping off the haircut yeah she does have it she does I, I can I can spoil for you she does get a dark haircut by the I end did because I saw I saw I saw the, yeah, the photo of um, that. but I don't yeah I think that'll be in the future not Okay. Not right now, so that'll be. Um, but yeah, apparently they're going to pivot towards some someone. Some yes, yeah. yeah. Because I mean, the, the the world is going in the way of LGBT, and I'm all for the LGBT. Yeah, it's beautiful. Man. Whatever else it is now. Yeah, fuck it. Community, it's 2019, exactly. Do you? And, and yeah. there are Marvel characters that are uh, homosexual and are yeah. bisexual or whatever it is. So just as long as it's not an already, just as long as it's not like. Captain America's gay now. And I said, like, well, no, he never was. There's no point in making him. You don't if there, need to if do there was someone that was openly heterosexual, you yeah. don't need to change their sexuality yeah. for the sake of changing. It's like, you don't, yeah, you don't, yeah. Gay now. No! <laughs> <laughs> we didn't need to we do that to he's Batman. Not gay. Like, he's not. Batman's, yeah. Diversity for the sake of diversity doesn't he's work. Like, but if you want to put openly. Bring someone else in or like someone who yeah. like, can lean that character. Way. Yeah, like, do do that. Yeah, but if you've already built the story and like stuff around these people yeah. being a certain way, changing it like halfway through, I mean, I don't know. I, don't, I actually don't know very much about Captain Marvel, so I can't say whether she is or isn't. I think she could very well be bisexual. Why not? Yeah, I reckon. I reckon yeah, because because they, they didn't really touch on. Yeah, it. I'm not going to. And I feel like every movie they kind of touch on that with someone. Yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. There's there's always. But this is the first one I saw, and that's why I was like curious about. It. I'm like. She didn't have like I didn't at least I didn't see like a love interest. Yeah. So that and then the haircut and I'm just like fuck. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's my um, end game theory. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we actually got more out of that than I thought we would. Uh, <laughs> every time he's asked me that question, I'm like, okay. I think oh, Captain America Probably. might. <laughs> um. So I'm just having a look. They've sent some more stuff. Oh sweet, we got a new logo. Thank you, Paul. Though. Um. The last one is from Matt, and it says, um, ask Diaz about the grind from a music perspective. Um, the struggles we all know about trying to get exposure and make a name for oneself. Um, what he does to engage people to suss um, out their creative projects. I don't know what the last okay. one means. But, yeah, I think we've touched on this yeah. a little bit. Yeah, so, like, with the exposure thing... Um, yeah, man. Like, <laughs> it's all like grind. Yeah. It's 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 partially what you said. Just like rocking up and doing yeah. it. Just doing it because at the end of the day, no one fucking knows you. Mm. Like, and you just need to get yourself out there. You just need to do it. You could push to man. I'll fucking make a thousand tracks. Mm. None of them will blow up. Yeah, thousand and one. That might be gold. Yep. No, and I sort of I remember seeing this this picture, and it was like um this dude, these two guys, and they were like just like you know, they were um mining towards um, gold yep. and it's got two guys mining away fucking going hard yep. one guy guy. so guy A he's like fuck it puts the axe down yep. and he turns away 
other guy. And then, and that guy, and the second guy, so guy B, he's still fucking going hard, yeah. man. Going hard. And he's like a couple meters away from gold. Uh, the guy who quit, he was a centimeter away from it. Right, yeah. And <laughs> the that, I, and the, Yeah, and I always think about that. I'm just like, I've come this far mm. from from doing nothing, not really having a lot of opportunity and... um. Just doing, just doing a lot of shit and making shit work for me. I've come this far. Mm. My motivation is like, fuck, why stop now? Like, I don't like the alternative. I don't like not having money. I don't like not being able to fucking feed myself. Working a day job. Yeah, I don't, I don't fucking like none of that. I hate working for other people. That's it. I like, I like having my own shit. I like um, being able to express myself and do whatever the fuck mm. I want. I like knowing when I get home, I have the choice to do whatever the fuck I want to do. Mm. But still choosing to hustle. Still choosing to create. And still choo- yeah. yeah, that's it. And, you, and, and I will reiterate from the beginning, if you do not do the work, you will not have a good enough product to, yeah. to get the exposure in the first place. You are yeah. not entitled to any exposure... You're not entitled to and, and Gary V says this all the time. 60-20 rule. Give away 60%. Take 20%. Take 20%. That's because it. even to this day, he still does it. He just released Empathy Wines. And, he, and I saw him put a video out going, he, put, he said he put way too much money into Empathy Wines because it's not as popular as he thought it would be. But at the end of every episode, he still, hus- he still says... Empathy wines. He still advertises it. He still. Yeah. That's why, I, like, I try to give away as many free sponsors as I can because one day it will come yeah. back in track. Bro, man, it all pays. Karma up. is legit. Karma's real, bro. And you got to just be humble, yeah. man. Just give, give and help. Help where you can, mm. man. So, look in, in, in regards to the question, like, yeah, that's my motivation, mm. dude. Like, I don't like the alternative. Yeah. <laughs> at, at all. I don't fucking yeah, like it at all. And um, I like being able to do shit that I love, and that keeps me mm. going. And I think back, it's so stupid, it was just a picture, dude, of that guy, like, these guys, like, axing mm. away in the mines. And um, I think about it, and I'm like, you don't know how close you are. Yeah. You don't know how fucking close you are compared to the, to the next guy who just keeps going. Yeah. And if I'm going to make it happen, i got to be in it to fucking win it. Yeah. And it's and it's for real. Like you, you just just have to keep going. Like you don't yeah. know. You you have no idea how close you are, and and you need to be disciplined because by no means are either of us successful. But we are no. working and we like dress for the job you want, not the one that you yeah. have. Because yeah. when you are successful, you may make a thousand and one songs, and the, that one hits it. Then yep. everyone's paying attention to the next thousand songs you make. That's it. That's and you it. need to be on your fucking you game. You need to be on your fucking and game you for to, that because you need to already have been turning up. Because once you are successful, you need to turn up. You have to turn up. That's that's because the you have because an like, audience that will keep you accountable. You got an audience, man. Because like that's that's the thing. I feel like um, as 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 tough as it can it, it can get, like the whole grind culture, right? Mm. Um. The thing is, this is not hard. This is not the hard no. part. <laughs> this is success the, t- is the hard part. Success is the yeah. hard part because then you're right because you have an audience. You've got eyes on yes. you now. 
that's when your hustle you're begins. really being held accountable. That's when that's when your game begins. Right now, we people can fuck around. Yeah. You can take six months. Off. <laughs> Yeah. You can fucking drop off the off the planet of the Earth, uh, like um, and guess what, man? No one gives a shit. Nah, no one's paying attention. But when you Once post you Malone, got, yeah, when you post Malone, <laughs> you got a following. Yeah, shit changes, when you post man. Malone, when you, shit changes. When you're Eminem, you need to turn up every single. And I think, like, I know that Chance the Rapper is one of those people that only releases bits and pieces here and there. Yeah. But I think one thing personally. I could be wrong. Maybe he's got something in the pipeline that everyone's just like, fuck. I know that he, he works with schools and he's got a lot of charity stuff and he's trying to fix up Chicago over there and he's really doing a lot of stuff in his community. But he's got an audience and we've heard five songs of his that wasn't even an album. He just released five singles. And that held us over for a bit. He might as well have released an EP. But, dude, fucking give us some more. Like, we're, I'm, some I'm more, a man. big fan of Chance, and I just want more Chance. More, more, Especially yeah. after Coloring Book, that first big piece he did was yeah. legit. And I just want more of it. And it's like, dude... And, but the thing is, he doesn't have a label breathing down his neck to put out an album once a year, every 12 months. He's doing it So he's doing it whenever he has. Which is... Which is get off that yeah. computer? Just push him on, man. Push him on. This way. Wait, it might take the laptop. Yeah, there. There we go. Come on, Atlas. Um, like, which is also admirable because he's got. He knows he only wants to release things when it's ready, but yeah, that's when you get fucking. You got to be careful. <laughs> man, you got to jump on it soon. Yeah, but yeah, like, you, you better release something because people are going to get antsy and then you'll just disappear into the ether. Yeah, so there's a yeah. fine line between releasing when you're ready and releasing too late. Yeah, there is a fine line. You just, man, you've got to just drop yeah. shit. And I know content is, is difficult, but you can... But we, like, I, I started a TV show on IGTV called Breaking yeah. Posters where I use other people's posters yeah. and I break them down because I'm already studying posters because I want to get into the poster game. So I yeah. might as well study them for other people. Yeah. Like yeah. on my, I just hit record on my iPad and I, I just sit down and I, with a microphone and I study it yeah. for yeah. five minutes a week. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's a TV show that I'm putting on YouTube and it's on IGTV right now. I have my own TV show, for fuck's sake. Yeah, fuck, and you know, that's the thing, man. Like, I'm having a TV show now. It's that fucking accessible. I love that. That's fucking awesome. And that's the man. thing. And it just came to me one day and I was like, fuck it, let's just do it. And it took me, takes yeah. me five minutes a week, or like maybe half an hour to edit. And it's yeah. done. And I've already got everything preset on on my ready thing, to ready to go. Whack it all on there and I just put it on IGTV. It's ready to go. And that's the thing that's turning up. It's just making shit. Just make just something. Make <laughs> just make shit and put it out there. Don't give a fuck yeah. about it. Just make shit and put it's it out there. Just gotta fucking make something. And that's, the, that's it. All right. I suppose we'll cut it off there. <laughs> it's been it's, it's, been, it's, it's, it's been two been hours. <laughs> it's been it's, fucking it's two legit, hours. Yeah, it just it just Shit. disappears, man. Um, thank you so much for sitting down with me and doing this. No, dude, I appreciate it's it, been, man. It's been it's a pleasure. It's always a good damn chat, yeah. man. You know, it's always a good <laughs> chat. <laughs> and um, how do you say? How do you say? Is it Zafia? Zufia. Zufia. Okay. Zufia. Oh, the sponsor last week, and I said it wrong. <laughs> Zufia. You just just search them on Spotify, guys. It's that easy. We don't have to send you a link. I'll put the link in the thing, but just it's easier to search on on Spotify and find it and just follow and anything new. When's the next single coming out? 
Man, you know, this whole thing about dropping content as fast as you can. <laughs> <laughs> nah, look, we've got um, a couple other tracks in the pipeline that we're already working okay. on. And um, we're hoping in the next, maybe within the next month, mm. drop the next track, Sweet. do some film clips, mm. um, and just keep churning them out, man. Just keep pumping out track after mm. track. Are you working on an EP or are you just going to pump out the singles? Ideally, we want to get an EP of like maybe about like maybe five songs, mm-hmm. just a little EP mm. together, and drop that. Okay. So that's the goal. Are you going to release? So, are you going to release each all five songs as an individual song? We may do three. Oh, okay, may do and then three two singles, extras, and then and then drop the two extras okay. on the EP. Yeah, because that's that's like either you'll re- like there'd be no point in releasing an EP if you release all five. You release all of them. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> same I never got that. Yeah, that's it. I, but I've seen people do that. They'll release all this, all of them as singles and then, and then drop an the EP. EP. I'm just confused. I'm like, why don't you just? Is it easier just to keep it all in an EP and just have? That's what I thought. Yeah. Place to go. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, man. Oh my lord! The world is changing for the better and the worse. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> creativity is definitely it's it's very that's that's why we do creative philosophy here because there's so much behind the scenes that you can do yeah. to just make things easier on yourself. There is, man. Yeah, there and, is. 100%. And there's a, ladies and gentlemen, if you are a musician out there, there is an upload button. A microphone doesn't cost much. A decent microphone doesn't cost much more than a no. hundred bucks. No. Save your money. I don't know what job you got. Just save your money. Record. YouTube some shit. Use Logic. Use GarageBand. You, there's GarageBand is on iPhones, man. Yeah, it's on iPhones. You can make a whole track on an iPad or an yeah, iPhone. Yeah, like it, it's, it's, unreal. it's really not that hard. Just buy a beat off someone. Get it. Get it. I use Creative Commons beats. I use no copy, yeah. non-copyrighted beats on on the podcast. So you can get so many of them, and just just fucking make something. <laughs> just keep writing, keep going. You'll get there. <laughs> just do you. Yeah, man. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate we'll, it, man. We'll wrap it up here. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right. Ooh. Wasn't that a dope episode, ladies and gentlemen? I want to thank Daniel. I want to thank Diaz. I call him Diaz. This is my boy. Um, I want to thank Diaz for coming on, finally. I want to thank the cats for, um, for you know, cutting the episode a couple of times. Um, I was going to edit it, but, yo, like, I just want to keep it real. I kept the whole couple of two hours in there. So, um, you've, you've had two hours episode, guys. What more can I give you? I'm not going to give you much of an outro because, you know, that's just... That's just how it is. You've got to um, you, you you've got to understand. We do this shit for free, so <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm happy. To give, I could give you guys fucking ten hours if I wanted to. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about giving things away. Sixty twenty rule, ladies and gentlemen. That's your lesson for this week. Sixty twenty rule. Give away sixty percent, and 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 uh, and sell twenty percent. That's simple, guys. That's how you. That's how you run a creative business alright thank you so much for listening I love you all if you want any more information on Zufia or myself or Daniel or where you can where you can get their music all that kind of shit uh, please feel free to contact me on Instagram at Jordan Morpeth Art and Zufia is on Instagram as well it's Zufia Music it's spelled X-U-F I-I-A music and Diaz is Diaz music D-I-A-Z music if I got that wrong just go to the episode notes I might have got it right I might have got it wrong but you will find Diaz's links in the episode notes motherfuckers 
If you would like to support the podcast, please just take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your stories on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, or whatever you socialize in the world wide web. Also, you can leave a review on iTunes. That really helps us. Just give us a star review or just, you know, just quick one sentence, two sentences on what you think about making lemonade. That's all I'm asking. Thank you all again. I love you so much. I'm going to go and enjoy my Sunday. I've been your host, Jordan. And as always, guys, stay weird, bitches. Bam, 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 bam. I just accepted you all. Blah. Love ya. I saw the poison. I feel the crawling. But I didn't wanna tell it. No, I didn't wanna tell it to your face. You got me so high. I didn't know what was why. It just magnified my feelings a hundred thousand times and make